Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, weebs and weebeds, and everything in between, welcome to the final episode of Season 6. We are on Episode 72, and we are proud to present the, well, biannual GAP Seasonal Awards. Yes, we are now entering the Season 6 finale. I hope you all are ready. Well lubricated because Jason and I are starting off our day with a couple of glasses of whiskey highballs. Uh, usually we go with the sake, but we find that the sugar content can kind of mess us up a bit. So we're going something a little more, uh, a little more tame, a little more light. I know whiskey is not everybody's, uh, you know, drink or cup of whiskey, but uh, this is our drink of choice today. I've always wanted to have a nice, nice bottle of uh, whiskey to enjoy our recordings and because i was the winner of our seasonal bet the most recent one uh jason gave me the privilege to choose our you know our choice of poison so uh jason uh i cheers you and i cheers to all of our listeners uh for entering into our final episode for this season how are you doing on your side uh let me take a sip first and i'll get back to you oh man that is nice and crisp I, I personally like it a lot more than drinking the sake. The sake is great, but it's like it is a little bit easy to kind of abuse because as soon as we're done drinking one, either you're pouring the next shot or I'm pouring the next shot. Also, it's like a shot, right? It is essentially the sake cup is a shot. Yeah, so, but you are taking like a serving of alcohol each time, whereas this is a lot more manageable. I mean, if you remember, we would go to the second half, which is a stupidish awards, and we would run out of alcohol. So... And we bought two full bottles of sake that one time as yeah. well. I mean, we cleaned it out by yeah. the time we got to the, the stupidish. And it's not we're out of alcohol. Oh no, we didn't buy enough. It's we did buy enough. Like we are not going crazy frat house rager, but we we went like too drunk weeb rager. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, please drink responsibly. Uh, yes, especially if you're of age. If you're underage, um, just don't don't do it. Uh, don't make poor life decisions that, like, Will and I are about to make. But, listen, guys, this is season six finale, as Will mentioned. So this is the sixth time that we have been drinking uh, and presenting our stupidish awards. And, of course, the first half would be our serious-ish awards. We have all of what these awards are in our show notes and also that are timestamped as well as on our website if you need a definitions, particularly for the stupidish awards, because those are more uh, wacky and kind of unintuitive in terms of their titling. Yeah, I'm glad we're not going to need to go into, you know, disclaimers and explanations of what these awards are, because y'all y'all have been here like six times. This is a sixth time. So like, no, but if you're new, go to our website, go to our website. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the reason why we put it there. Yep. So um, you know how this is going to go down. No news, no reading, watching. We're just going to go straight into the awards. Um, are you prepared? Are you ready to, you know, present to our distinguished guests of honor, uh, the GAP listeners and embark them on this massive journey of the first half, which is the series of awards. Actually, before that, I would actually want to take a brief opportunity to kind of thank everyone we usually do this at the end of you're finale. doing this because it's actually thanksgiving isn't it it's thanksgiving weekend right now well yeah but yeah. but like i i mean I know we, we recorded the thanksgiving episode last time but uh this time around it actually is thanksgiving weekend so uh no it, this is probably the right time to to give thanks and appreciations to the listeners yeah our listener base has grown you know each season and each podcast season to be precise and uh we always welcome people listening in, giving us feedback, interactions, and whatnot. And 
if you are afraid of maybe sending an email or you know going on our Discord, don't be. But if you don't want to, again, you know, different strokes for different folks. We will appreciate you nonetheless for listening in, and uh, probably uh, you will see at some of the award choices that at least I have. For this podcast season. Yeah, don't be afraid to reach out because it's through these interactions that we actually learn a lot about what you guys want and what you guys want to hear us talk about. Like, look, studio analysis and, you know, producer and director analyses, they tend to do okay. But, um, you know, that's there's a reason why we don't do as much. But we did find out, though, that um, y'all really like manga. So that's why we've been doing our ASAP uh, uh, series a lot more a lot more frequently. Uh, it's become a, a seasonal like note for for all of us now. So we we really do want to you know keep doing those. It does mean that uh, you know on top of watching anime, we also have to read manga. But hey, look, like this is clearly something that's working, and a lot of the manga we cover are really damn good, especially when they get released as anime adaptations. And believe it or not, they also score really highly on my anime list. And we will probably give you a little bit of a tease of what season seven has to offer because GAP is evolving yet again. But enough about all of that definitions and disclaimers and the disclaimer about those definitions and disclaimers aside let's get into our serious ish awards with the first serious ish award favorite seasonal anime from season six will so i got a runner up and i got a winner um, all right and i assume similar do you have any honorable mentions for this one uh so for actually for a lot of these uh serious ish awards i had a very like con- conflicting kind of mentality between what I think is like popular choice or what I thought was a lot of fun versus you know the well, best. Why, why don't we get started with those then? Maybe like you know just you know you know shoot off a couple of ones which you think like you know are are worth mentioning or you know because just because they're not in like your top two for this award doesn't mean that people shouldn't check them out because there's a there was a lot of anime that came out in the last six months. So I would say my runner up or honorable mention for the fun one is of course a hundred girlfriends. I think I am extremely hot on the manga and pleasantly surprised that the anime is doing really well too. extremely surprised and very happy about it but also just how good it is so i think it's one of those where yes the score dropped comparatively to what it's now i think like a 7.8 something on my yeah on my anime list so look i think the other thing as well is like why you probably didn't put it on in like your actual top two is because it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea which direction it's going to go. But you're vouching that this is going to be uh, a, a good show to watch. Um, especially now that you've given it an honorable mention. I'm sure people are going to be flocking to be watching 100 Girlfriends. Really, 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 really love you. Yeah. Also, actually, a uh, special uh, tangent so- shout out. We are actually recording now in the official what would be the podcast studio room as opposed to my living room. So nice and comfy. Yeah. Comfy. Comfy as fuck. Yep. And we kind of have everything equipped and ready to go and we're going to deck it out a bit more, but this is going to be the foreseeable future, the permanent home for GAP. So I'm excited. So anyways, that was my honorable mention for a hundred girlfriends. Uh, will, yep. do you have any honorable mentions before? Or? No, uh, I, I'll go straight into my runner up. Uh, this one, Caught me a little bit uh, by surprise, but after watching it, uh, I I can confidently say this was a very, very fun uh, anime to watch. So just sort of like a light little disclaimer, uh, most of the stuff that I'm going to be featuring in this uh, this final awards uh, will essentially be from summer 2023. 
just because of the fact that we've had a lot more time to consume it. There's a lot more information that comes about it. And with, you know, Fall still in the middle right now, I think it's like, what, like four or five episodes in for most, if not a bit more. Um, I think the earliest one is at, like, I think Fieren is at, like, episode like nine, eight or nine, something like that. Which is crazy. You factor in how long their premiere was as well, right? So there's a lot of stuff that's really good, but it hasn't completed yet. So it's why I'm not as like, you know, ready to be giving awards. Some will deserve it, but I think because we've had to, we had more time to actually consume and analyze what's been out from summer 2023, it just made it easier for me to pick those. Um, so the show that I wanted to highlight as my runner up is Undead Girl Murder Farce. Now, this one came out in uh, summer 2023, so about uh, five months, no, four months ago, actually, uh, on July 6th, excuse me, uh, produced by Lappin Track. I liked it a lot because it kind of reminded me of when we first watched Case Study of Vinitas. It was very much a series that is a little bit more geared towards an adult or at least a more, I wouldn't say mature, just a more grown-up audience. It's definitely not something that you would imagine seeing, like, you know, tweens and teenagers watching, though. You know, if you are looking for something that's a little bit more sort of, like, mysterious, um, you know, with some sort of historical, you know, tidbits in there, um, just very, very, like, weird and mysterious characters, especially the fact that, you know, after watching a couple episodes, you still don't really know who these characters are, but you knew you wanted to join them on this journey. And you wanted to sort of figure out what the fuck they're doing, who the hell they are, what their purpose is, and where it's all going to end. So it's sitting pretty neat at like a 7.92. Um, I think that it's a very respectable score for what it is. Uh, and also shout out to Lap and Track too. Like they, they're, they're not a huge studio, but they, they didn't work for this one. So uh, that's why it gets my uh, honorable mention, my, my, my runner up uh, for a season six finale. So uh, one thing I want to mention about Undead Girl Murder Farce is on at least my anime list, which is a source that Will and I use constantly, uh, no surprise to a lot of Western listeners, the theme in order of like appearance is adult cast. So immediately, immediately it's like, it's, Guys, it's different. It's different. And then of out of nowhere, you're, people are just like, if I were to tell you, like, you know, Will or whoever is want to listen to what I have to say, if I say the word undead girl murder farce, and without knowing that it's, a you know, an anime and also, uh, you know, a IP, you would look at me and be like, the fuck are you doing? It's a mad lib, ad lib, you know, put four words put together. But... It's a really interesting show. I think it's one of those shows where it also adds a historical element, but not in a way that I think is very in your face. Yeah, I think the historical setting for it is essentially giving it a setting. That's 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 what it does. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like deeply entrenched in Japanese lore or any lore for that matter. I think it, it just gives it like that kind of mysterious aura. And Just I love the, the banter, yeah. too. Uh, I think when it was our uh, seasonal review for summer 2023, I kind of said it reminded me a bit of Monogatari because... The way they talk, The right? way they talk, right? And there's, like, the maid, and then there is obviously the undead girl, and then there is the dude. I, I mean, I'll, I, I, I guess, like, spoilers... We'll, we won't go into crazy spoilers, but I will just say that uh, it's a weird, eclectic cast of characters quirky kind of situation and a very very good runner up for my runner up believe it or not is probably going to be one of the best animes for a lot of people this season it is fiat and beyond journeys and as the runner up no kidding 
So surprisingly, a lot of people will be really pissed off that I made it the runner-up. Uh, well, congrats. But it's also kind of like one of those, what you expect? It's going to be an amazing series, right? Uh, there's nothing that I can say that is bad about Fieren. I mean, we both read the manga. I probably read a bit more. But I think both you and I would agree that not only did Madhouse came to play, they came to stay as well. I think this is a very good showing, a two-hour premiere. And here is the funny thing. I did not know this until later on, Will, but they are having 28 episodes. Yeah, I just saw. And that is insane. Okay. In fact, actually, a lot of stuff that's happening in uh, in fall actually is running on a double curve. Yeah. Like Apothecary Diaries, uh, Shangri-La Frontier. That, that's one's going for 23 episodes. Uh, no, 25 episodes, actually, even more. So, yeah. Uh, I Hold think, that double yeah. curve thought, listeners, because for me, at least, that is going to pop up again oh, later. Right in the Crimson is also double curve, too. Yep. So it's kind of crazy, especially when you consider... What about a triple cur? Captain Tsubasa is 39 episodes. Uh, yeah, bro. It's Captain Tsubasa, though. They deserve it. They, I mean, they're, 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 they're historical. Classic, right? Oh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, also double cur. But enough about double cur, triple curs and stuff. We're talking here about Fieren and why it is a top two anime series for season six finale. Uh, seasonal, right? Yes. Uh, for, for Jason. And uh, what else is there to say other than... Madhouse producing the shit out of this, and it is one of those shows where I can easily, easily recommend to literally anybody and have it be, like, a solid choice regardless of your taste and your preferences. And it really highlights how awesome anime can be. Should we move on to our our winners then? Yeah. So the winner I have, I actually didn't watch, but I'm going to put it in here because I feel that if I did have the time to watch it, I would absolutely love the shit out of it. And also, in the same way that I gave the runner-up to Undead Girl Murder Farce, this series is also very different from what usually comes out uh, per season. It also helped that it came out in summer, where there's a little bit of a lull in terms of what series come out. I'm talking about Zom 100. Mm-hmm. I think Zom 100 would absolutely be... Uh, full names, uh, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, uh, produced by Bug Films. Now, first of all, never heard of Bug Films. At all. In fact, like if you look at their credits on my enemy list, it's the only thing they produced. However, it is now sitting on 8.02. Popularity 533 because their membership is up to 412,000 people on my enemy list. Now, that is fucking insane. For a series that the manga is, is, is very well received, right? But for a series that was adapted and produced by pretty much like a, a, newbie, a, a newbie studio. Yeah, this is their only accredited work. So... Good on them, right? It's yeah. kind of crazy. Now, again, if we look at the genre and theme tags, right? Adult cast. It is a survival horror action comedy. Now, where where do you find that? I don't know. You know? Uh, anime on Zom 100? I mean, I guess in terms of like horror comedy, like I guess the closest thing you have is Miracle-chan. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, yeah. Even, but then you, you don't have the, the action. You don't have the suspense. You don't have a little bit of that sort of uh, survival element in there, too. It's just essentially shock horror, but then it's also taking a step back and laughing at the shit you see. This, on the other hand, is like a good mix of the the, the zombie survival and just taking the piss out of it. It's I, also I, yeah. very pretty, by the it way. It looks really good. Like, I mean, like, very the, sharp. The, the poster itself just makes you be like... Why isn't anybody watching this? I I can tell why. I've I've been really busy with a bunch of shit 
IRL. So it's been tough for me to watch it, but I know, I guarantee that if I do have time to watch it, I will finish Incompletion. It also helps too that if, for example, you are listening to this, but you're also not a fan of anime, which is weird, but uh, there is a live action adaptation of it that's running concurrently. So go ahead and watch that. Uh, I, I don't have much else to say. I think, like, despite me not watching it, I can confidently say that this would have been uh, the series that I wouldn't have stopped talking about. Um, and I'm glad that I'm giving it the spotlight. I don't think it needs any more because there's already a lot of people that are watching this. But if you're like me, you haven't gone around to watching it, please get on it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where Will and I kind of, you could call it very naive mindset, but... W- because we kind of have been doing this for a while, we just have a very good like instinct or sixth sense when we either watch, uh, you know, like within like one episode or looked at the promotional material or looked at a lot of the credits to know how a certain show might pan out. Now, of course, we could always be surprised, disappointed, or have unexpected uh, expectations, right, and have it be shattered, but. More often than not, usually you can tell by looking at the data that is provided, such as generally how people score it or the cast or the studio. That's just how it is. It's yeah. not hard. And I also came from a place where it's like, you know, we, we could, of course, highlight some of the, the usual suspects or like even the sequels, right? Like fucking Eminence and Shadow, Dr. Stone, Spy Family. Uh, there was also Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Bleach, um, uh Bungo Stray Dogs as well, Mushoku Tensei. But it's like, you know we will love that shit. And if you don't, you're not going to watch it anyways. Yeah. So I wanted to at least highlight something that's a little bit different um, from what you would usually have on your watch later or, like, you know, your to-watch list. So that's why. Or my endless on-hold list, right? It's never going to end. I feel so bad. For anime in general, but yeah. don't feel bad for yourself because you still got to talk about your winner for the seasonal anime of season six. Yeah, GAP. Before I get into my winner, I do want to clarify something, which is there the season is not actually over because it actually has been having production yeah. delays. Yeah, so it's still on episode nine at the moment. And nine, ten, eleven, and twelve—the last four episodes—will be running consecutively on Christmas Eve in Japan. So probably simulcast, you will get it around that time as well. So just let everyone know, just like Uncle Isekai, unfortunately, there were production delays, and they have announced it. And if you're unaware, I think we've mentioned it before. Now you know once again. Right. Now on to your winner for Season 6 Seasonal Award. My winner is Apothecary Diaries. No shit. I think it is a wonderful anime that is not only gorgeous, but it is the amalgamation of a lot of things that I can get behind. I think... Chinese historical imperial palace drama is always something that I think is like really cool. But the execution is one of those things where I just don't vibe with. Then you say, oh, let's mix in a female character that actually knows what she's thinking and doing. You add in CSI levels of investigation with herbs and poison or explosions and whatnot. And you get Toho animation behind all of that and you get a really gorgeous anime and there's nothing I can say bad about Apothecary Diaries other than I want more and there's you will you will get more there's like two curves of it so you will get more I mean like Jesus Christ it looks so good Uh, again it's it's one of those 
Will I get around to finally watching it? Possibly, but I read the manga, and the manga is really, really good. And so. on Hong Kong, you get the Netflix simulcast. So there's that. All right. Our next award is our favorite backlog anime from season six of GAP. Will, do you have a runner-up? Uh, no, just one clear winner. Okay. I have a runner-up and a winner, so I'll go with uh, my runner-up first. It is from my closet cleanup, Stars Align. It is a show that I probably think is slept on by a lot of people, very underrated. And it is an extremely interesting mix of high school drama, really serious issues that are tackled within that one cur, as well as a sports anime about racquetball, bro. Racquetball. Like, you know, like pickleball racquetball, not like, you know, squash, not like basketball like this is like a kind of unknown sport and a ragtag team of people the underdogs kind of rising up to the occasion i think it is a very interesting anime but a very flawed anime and i think because it's so flawed because the finale kind of ended on a very extremely big cliffhanger note and there is going to be no season two or whatever it is very unfortunate but it is my favorite backlog anime runner-up from season six. I was going to almost correct you there. Do um, you want to go straight into your winner, or do you want me to go next? Uh, winner's Pluto. Dumb. 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 Duh. What, what else is there to say about Pluto other than it is a retro show that made for don't... a modern audience? Yep. It looks gorgeous. Studio M2. This is basically their first major showing. M2 basically did a thing where people were saying, like, oh, if something is, like, you know, done, like, you know, and not very well received, it's most of the time because it's, like, made ahead of its time. No, the manga was perfect for its time, and the anime is perfect for right now. Yeah, and I think we don't get a lot of these very slow-paced, you know, monster, because it's obviously done by the same mangaka, right? I mean, it's eight hours of suspense. Yep. Which sounds stressful, but like they do it really, really well. Yep, and not only that, but it is a Netflix exclusive. So, you know, we like to rag on Netflix exclusives a lot. And recently, they have been not been getting like that many wins comparatively to we always be like, oh, it's the Violet Evergarden days. It is you know the Studio Trigger a little which Academia days? Yeah, but there's also not a whole lot of originals coming out from elsewhere. I mean, like we can talk shit about Crazy Roll and their originals, right? Absolutely. But I think Pluto is one of those things that at least I personally think, along with Cyberpunk Edge Runners, just like recent showings, has been fantastic. So that's oh, can, my you, winner. You, you, you can definitely see, like, for the Crunchyroll Awards next year, that they're probably going to be mentioning Pluto. Maybe even Anime of the Year. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, the only thing is, I know we did it for our seasonal review, but technically it's not part of the seasonal lineup. So that's why I put it in our backlog. Again, with these Netflix kind of releases we can, we can pull some strings yeah so will what's your winner along the sea from our uh, closet cleanup uh i remember expending at least half an hour just talking about the show uh it's a love polygon original that's uh, done by pa works who are also known for making some very very good originals i think that the reason why i liked it a lot was that you know the, you know like the this wasn't the the, the first uh op but the second op the second OP for Along the Sea is called Ebb and Flow, which is essentially how my emotions for this series was 
legitimately just flowing the whole time. It, it just it, it was it was gut wrenching. It was is heartbreaking, but it was also a lot of parts where it made you feel comfortable. It, it's not a comfy anime by any means. No, uh, it is rather slow paced. Twenty six episodes. There are some downtimes in the middle, but it's hard to you know stretch out you know the suspense or like you know really ramp up the plot when you're trying to run something for over two curves. Um, but I I like the character interactions. I like the designs. It looked really really beautiful in my opinion um especially when they started incorporating some 3d in there too and it was nicely done it wasn't like it's like because a lot of it happens underwater right so that's why like when it comes to like the the water animation the bubbles and the fish swimming and all that there are like some parts which are not completely 2d um and i think they did that really really well um it also helps that you know the 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 main female character at least in my opinion the main female character is voiced by kanahana yeah, you, 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 you can't beat that. Come right? on, uh, yeah. It's, what, 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 what? Like it, it gets like an extra win for me. So um, I, I implore anybody like to. I mean, look, the the manga, the anime score right now is at a seven point nine six. Very good. Um, I wish it was just a little bit higher, but that's just me. But the fact that there's almost six hundred thousand members sitting on it right now on my anime list, it's top four hundred in popularity, um, and I think it could be more popular if people you know, just get around to watching it. Uh, shout outs to the OP uh, is sung by Ray. Yep. Uh, it's unclear if that's like a band or a solo. A solo artist. Sorry. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of us kind of burping because uh, carbonated drinks with highball. Y'all, y'all notice. And if you're new to this, get used to it. Yeah. And uh, well, we would down sake anyways. So there will always be a like a pause or a lull in the things that we're going to say. Now, the next two awards we're going into are definitely subjective, but we don't care. Uh, it is the best girl and waifu of season six, followed by the best boy and husbando of season six. Oh, so, quick question. Do you think, I don't know if I mentioned it for uh, when you talked about Alala in the Sea during Closet Cleanup, but did I ever mention Shin Sakayori and the comparison with Alala in the Sea? Oh, you did. Okay. You did. Okay. I think the fact that I was talking about it too, you're just like, this sounds a lot yeah. like something we watched before. Yeah. Hey, Shinsuke Yori's fucking fantastic. So if it's anything even similar to that, or if if you want to cry and maybe die a little bit on the inside whilst watching an amazing anime, Shinsuke Yori. If you want to feel a bit better about yourself but still be a little bit heartbroken, along the sea. Damn. Yeah. No, I, I it, they're they're both really high in my books. All right. It's, it's just that 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 sort of like like worthlessness that you sometimes feel when you're watching something and it's like you can just see that you know these people are trying so hard but you know to no avail and then when it finally does work but it doesn't work perfectly in their eyes it's like it's it's bittersweet but it just works out well in the end because sometimes it's like everybody wants a perfect ending right everybody wants things to work out for the protagonists everybody wants to have that that happy ending and whilst you can kind of like see that these series are edging towards it nothing's ever perfect and i like that they keep that kind of realism uh with how characters deal with uh with dread uh, with loss uh with with missed opportunities and hopelessness because life is not perfect no at but, all. but it's a but these series are a good representation of don't let things get you down even if the purpose of these anime series is to get you down it is perfect at being imperfect exactly and i think that is probably one of the best things you can say about literally any piece of work right so now let's talk about the perfect female and the perfect males of you know the anime seasons of fall summer and fall or or even in for our backlogs um my wife i've got a a runner-up and a winner 
I have two winners and a runner-up, but you'll understand why I put the two oh, winners you're together. So greedy. Are, they, um, are, are you trying to build your 100 girlfriends right now? No, but it is funny that you say that. Uh, anyways, my runner-up is Mau Mau from Apothecary Diaries. My runner-up is also Mau Mau from Apothecary Diaries. Okay, then um, what is your winner? Aya Rindo from Undead Girl Murder Farce. Okay. Her head alone is enough to win. And I mean that literally. <laughs> Shit. We're not even wasted and you're fucking <laughs> dropping. I know what innuendos. I said. I know what I said. But no, I think it's just the that the mystique and like the way that she carries conversations. It's like again, it's it's that monogatory kind of dialogue that happens um throughout uh, uh at least the first couple episodes of of Undecker Borderfires. I I liked the way that she's designed. I like the, the way that, you know, the, the character voices uh, is, is voiced by the, the voice actors. And you just like that long black silky hair, don't you? I, I, I like I like black hair. I do. All right. Yeah. So, uh, But, of course, you know, some mention of Mao Mao, like, she's crafty. She's funny. She's witty. Uh, and, uh, you know, but she, she likes poison a little too much, which is why she gets stocked a few points for me and only ends up in the runaround for me. I just think she's she's really intelligent. She reminds me of Saki, speaking of Shinsekai Yori, right? That is very contemplating. Uh, we hear her monologue a I lot. I thought you meant Saki as in the Mahjong anime. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. But, 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 okay, anyways, Saki from Shinsekai Yori, just very well-written female characters and is protagonist of the series. I think a lot of people, uh, especially like the most recent couple of years, has been having a lot of criticisms of... Damsel in Distress. Damsel in Distress, you know, Mary Sue, and the way that characters are written that are lacking from um, a female perspective. And we have some really strong female characters now that actually hold their own and are not like treated like they need help. Right, I mean, yep. you got Fieren, you got the evidence and shadow characters, spy family. Um, I guess in in some ways, happy marriage as well. Yeah. Even though it's you know it's it's set that you know this woman is literally a damsel in distress, but you get to see a lot more character than just you know who she's made out to be from the first episode. Yeah, and I think the damsel in distress from my happy marriage is something that starts out that way and then builds into something else. So. I think regardless of which side you stand on, even if there is a position or not in this kind of debate of how uh, females are characterized nowadays, nonetheless, I think Will and I can very equivocally say we just want good characters irregardless of whatever origins they come from, and it doesn't matter to us. Uh, it could matter from a special context, but at the end of the day, good characters are good characters End of story. Yeah. So why do you have two good characters in your best girl? Actually, I just deleted one because I just decided to just axe the uh, the one. She doesn't even deserve a normal mention. Though. Uh, I feel bad. So I'm not going to mention her. So I axed her. Uh, you you done good. At least you're not you know talking shit about your exes. So 100 Girlfriends has a coup de ray called, and I am not lying, called Nano AI. Spell N-A-N-O. E-I-A-I, and yes, that's a pun on their names. All of the 100 Girlfriends all have a pun in their names. It is the Kudere that is essentially all about efficiency, all about what is logical, but in the face of love, is realizes that there's more to life than being the most efficient, relying on metrics, and uh, there's color in her life, and 100 Girlfriends, to me, she is my number one waifu. 
of season six and my number one wife of 100 girlfriends. End of story. Is she real? I mean, is any of this real, it is, Will? It is actually kind of hilarious, but you know, self-deprecating that a weeb is picking an AI girlfriend. Her name is AI. I know Her that's last the joke. I know, I know, that's the I joke. know. I'm just saying. But, you know, Bro, it's, a bit, we... it's a bit tug-in-cheek. You know? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's the whole point. Well, are we going to – how are we going to get more what drinks? What we were to do is we're going to stretch out a few of the awards, and then one of us is going to go out and pour a few more drinks. Uh, that's just – Why don't we just gonna... bring it in? We can bring it in. But uh, let's move on to the best boy and husbandos of season six. I've got one and uh, just one winner, and you're, you're never going to be able to guess who it is. So I want to hear – who you have, if you wait, have... Wait, wait, can I guess what your winner is? Absolutely. You're absolutely not going to be able to get it. Wait, why... Okay, before I give you my guess, why are you so confident? I just am. But I, at the same time, don't take it as a challenge. My winner... You have just one outright... No, but I'm assuming that that is your winner. Is for Best Boy and Husband of Season 6... Is from the masterful cat is depressed again today, Yukichi. Not mine. Fuck. But do tell why you uh. I mean, whilst whilst I go and get some drinks, why is it that uh, they are your husbando of season six for the GAP? So, the masterful cat is depressed again today. Summer twenty twenty three seasonal anime is a fucking fantastic slice of life that talks about just. A large ass cat trying to take care of of a young lady who works at an office and gets stressed out and have wonderful food and you know just taken care of all the time. That is literally, in my opinion, like an awesome boyfriend would be, an awesome kind of partner in crime would be. And uh there's nothing you can say, uh bad about it in my opinion it's a very fluffy anime yukichi is also very fluffy and has very heartwarming moments and it is a non-stop awesome time and to me he is the number one winner undoubtedly for best boy and husband of season six of gap nice that's a pretty good choice Fortunately, it wasn't mine but I, again i wasn't like, trying I really to challenge you no 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 i really thought that that would have been your choice as well yeah uh, my choice is uh, from the uh, the wonderful Isekai, reborn as a vending machine, and now wandered the dungeon. Boxo. Boxo is my husbando slash best boy of season six because look, he might not be able to talk, but he's a great communicator. He provides. He knows that you know his girl needs some food, needs some warmth, needs some health, needs uh, some comfort. So he's always able to provide the. Right thing at the right moment whenever it's most needed. And not only providing for his girl, but also providing for her family and the people that live in their town. What else could you ask from a husbando slash best boy? I know you have your head in your face, but uh, look, this is obviously the, the correct choice. No, because basically, if you were to replace the name Boxo and fill that void with Yukichi, I think you would have the exact same argument that I have. And not only that, I think Boxo is a solid choice that I literally forgot. Like, no joke. And I think that's an awesome choice, especially because I was quite hot on the the the, the, the manga. So, 
Yeah, man. I think that's a great choice. Also, he talks. He does talk. And I'm not talking about just his internal monologue. Doesn't he have, like, three phrases? Like, arigato. Yeah. And, like, what but was the other with one? the limited amount of words that he uses, he's able to effectively communicate yep. with whoever is conversing with him. And, like, sh- and shout out to the, the lady also. Fucking just, oh, yeah, I'll just put a vending machine on my back and just run. Like, that's just insane. Best boy uh, choice approved by uh, yours truly. It was, it was it was a no-brainer, I think. Like, in the end, like, you just wanted to pick something, some, uh, someone, uh, not something. I know they're a vending machine, but I'm not going to be, you know, like, characterizing. Yeah, this their, is their anime. Video. How can you discriminate like that? Like, that's just impossible. Equal representation throughout. So, and- yeah. I think, I mean, cheers to that. I think it's a good time to have a quick little tricky poo right here. Yep. I made them a little bit stronger, so that oh. way, so that way Woo. you didn't you didn't chug them. But uh, I think you'll be good for the next like, ten minutes or so. Yeah, I think I would be. Now, unfortunately, my runner yeah. up though. Oh, you have a, you have a runner up. Okay. So, so well, unfortunately, there is a runner up, which didn't make the best boy slash husband for Jason. Please do tell. We talked about Yukichi, a large ass black cat. We talked about Boxo, a, a large big ass white vending machine. It's so outlandish. It is so absurd. But what if I told you, Will, that I am such a gentleman, I'm such a chad, I'm such a bro, that I have to date 100 people oh, God. in order to prevent them from dying, and I would love all 100 of them as equally as possible. So if you're just trying to justify like polyamory, sure, go for it. So my runner-up is Ren Taro, quote-unquote, my own personal nickname that I inserted here, Mad Lad Ijo. Because the dude fucking lives and breathes for all of his girlfriends and will die trying and kind of does in many ways. Hats off on an impossible task, Rentaro. You have my thanks for doing it in the anime weeb world. The impossible task of dating literally everyone. I don't know how big their school is, actually. En- en- enough to be able to fill up his harem of 100 girlfriends, right? Uh, s- slight, slight spoilers. He transfers. No. <laughs> what makes you think all of them are high school students? Oh, dude. No, dude. That's fucked no, no, up. No, oh, no, 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 no. The other way. Was, okay. Uh, well, that's still. Well, not... both ways, actually. Yeah. Both ways. It's anime, folks. It's anime, folks. <laughs> what you're going to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Now I move into probably uh, you know, the sad part of our awards show. Uh, which but is mandatory. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, the most disappointing of season six. Now, this can go each and every way in terms of you know how you characterize what is most disappointing, whether it is art style, whether it is uh, performance of actors and actresses, whether it is just you know, overall it's a terrible show. Um, I don't really know how to rank these, so I'm just gonna say them out in like one go. No uh, problem. Let's go. Because really, there's no winner for this award. You have to be a loser to be here. Well, if you are the winner of all the losers, right? You're the loserist. Yes. Yes. King loser, right there. King Queen loser. loser too. Queen loser. Yeah. Uh, so I got three to pick from here. Yo, let's go. Uh, 
I I'm just gonna do this as an overall encapsulating thing because it's an easy one. So um, they're all ranked together. They're all like pretty much because okay. it's hard to discern like why I feel so disappointed in these. Uh, but one of them I feel like it kind of is just you know just deserves it's a bit deserved for them. Um, just fully coolly in general. Like shoegaze was awful. Grunge was not great. That is my winner. Yeah. Like what the hell is going on with? Fully Cooley and how steadfast their fandom is that they kind of trick themselves into thinking that Fully Cooley is still great. Or is it just the fact that there are the hardcore Fully Cooley fans that just watch Fully Cooley and so, nothing new? So what is your third? Because I think both of us should get into the Fully Cooley talk, but what is your third? Because you said you have three? Or? I, no, I have way more, actually. Uh, Gene of AI was absolutely awful. I mean, look, we just talked about how Madhouse was, you know, going gangbusters with Fiat and all that, but it, it kind of started the year with some real dog shit with, um, with, with Gene of AI. Like, look, there was promise in Gene of AI, right? There was at least an inkling that if this was done a little bit better, it could have been like a 7, 7.5, but no. They, do you remember there was that one scene? I think it was like five or six minutes away from finishing where there was this weird like narration of like the doctor and like how there was like talking about how the again this is all episode one so i'm gonna say it anyway it's not a spoiler uh and if you don't if you haven't watched it you're not missing out on much where like the the woman is about to go into surgery and it's like oh they performed the surgery and it was a success and then that's it. Like, why did you need to take out, like, three minutes of animation and voice acting just to get that point across? Like, I could clearly see what the fuck's going on. Like, oh, there was despair in her in her eyes. She knew she had to do this operation. And as she longingly looked at her husband before her memory was wiped. It was like, what? Look, I know it's meant to be, let, let, Let's like, wipe our memory of it's it. It's meant to be existentialist as fuck. It's like, okay, you... Wipe their memory, but you restore their memory. But are they the same person? Da da da. da ghost in the shell. Blah blah blah. Right? Like, it, it didn't have that kind of effect on me. Where it's just like, yeah, dude, just fucking wipe her memory. Like, this is dragging out way too long now. Yeah, and I also think with genes of AI, which will show up later on for me personally, is that it the theme has been done time and time and time again, and that's not a problem. But if you don't bring anything new or fresh to the table in any respect, it is extremely disheartening because I feel like wasn't there there's at least several animes where you and I were like, this is not necessarily a bad anime, but because this kind of bullet point has been done or this stance has been echoed throughout all mediums, not just anime and manga or light novels, like in live action or in novels. Like it's not novel. It's not new. It's not I think it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, don't fix a wheel if it's not broken. Like, if the wheel's perfect, like, just leave it alone, right? But, it, again, it, it kind of gives those people, like, the false sense of security where it's like, well, I guess if we just do the same thing, then it's going to work, right? Like, and that's not the case. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you have to always be fresh and innovative because we see there's a lot of rehashes of old shit. Like, dude, we had Rurini Kenshin just last season, right? 2023 version. Yeah. Who knew we needed it? But people liked it enough to give it a high seven. So I'm not – and then Pluto, right? That's another case in point too, right? And then you have Fist of the North Star that's coming back again like 40 years out of like you know being in, in, in cryogenesis, cryo-freezing. So look, this is not me or Jason going around saying that like you shouldn't like just, you know, just rely on what worked before and hope it works now. But I think it's just the fact that with Gene of AI, it was stale. 
Like, yeah. It, it, and here's the thing. Like, if it, if you're kind of, uh, like, the whole thing of AI and stuff is very prominent in the zeitgeist in real life IRL nowadays with, you know, ChatGBT and OpenAI, especially, like, nowadays in the past couple of weeks with OpenAI. The thing is, you don't have to innovate. I'm not saying every anime or manga has to innovate. But if you don't innovate, which is fine, you at least have to do it well. And the problem is I can't see from any perspective that Genes of AI provides anything and brings anything to the table. I, I guess it looks good. That's about it. I don't think it even looks that good at it, all. It, it looks by, by, fine. By, by good, I mean like I, the highest I would give it is a 7. Yeah, and that's right? a problem to me because if it is stale or like what you're saying is not new, then everything else needs to be on point and you're not. Yeah. Did you have any others like in this category before yes. we go a little bit into, into like fully coolie? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, do you have any other? I have. I do actually. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I took the floor with AI with genes of AI already. Uh, or is no? I think it's gene of AI. Eh, whatever. Who cares? I'm not going to correct myself or yourself. Um, we're we're drunk, right? Yeah. We're no, going to use it's that. It's not excuse. even that. It's, I just don't think it's worth correcting something that was so broken anyway. So um, yeah. Go. Uh, what what else did you have in this category? Summer 2023 had an anime that I was actually looking very forward to. And it is done by a studio who also did probably one of the most infamously bad animes of all time called Handshakers. Oh studio Go Hands yeah. produced an anime called The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. And here's the problem that I have with my disappointment with that show is... I tried my very best, and I know that sounds very trite and very like, oh, like, oh, wow, look at you, Jason, trying to like wrestle with your inner demons of like an anime show. I think the show could have done a lot. I think Studio Gohans gets a bad rap for a lot of their shit because they did like K, I think, which also is not great. And I think the 3D in the first episode and a lot of things were like very promising. Let's just get it out of the way. You feel that they've done the manga dirty. Yeah. Because, look, look, it wasn't a bad show. It is not a bad show. It just wasn't a good show. It's like a 7. Like, it's kind of like Genes of AI, right? Well, I it's mean, a, it's sitting at a 7.14, so giving it a 7 is pretty apt. Like That's what it deserves, but, right? But just like Genes of AI, actually, Genes of AI would probably give it lesser of a score if yeah. I had to finish it. But... The girl I like for glasses, that seven is a pity seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I feel like it doesn't deserve to get anything lesser. Like, it's only because of the fact you love the the manga where it's like, you know what? Like, I'll give it the bed of the and doubt, not, but I don't feel good about it. And it's not bad. Like, there's not anything that's glaring that I can criticize that is just, like, painfully obvious. But it's kind of a pity seven. And to me, sometimes that's even worse. But enough about how I feel about that anime Let's talk about Fooly Cool. No, I still got one more. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Please go on. Devil's a part timer second season. Oh. Now, the reason why I have it in here is not only are we in our sixth season of the GAP, but the current season, which is, you know, okay, naming conventions already are fucking crazy because it's called The Devil's a Part Timer Season 2 sequel, right? And in the Japanese, it's Hataraku Maosama, two exclamation marks. Second season because the first one is Hataraku Maosama two exclamation marks and then the original which came out like fucking eight years ago is Hataraku Maosama 
one exclamation mark. Right. So look, naming convention wise, that's already fucked. Right. We already talked about the Attack on Titan shit. We need to talk about that more. But what I thought was amazing was that not only are we in the sixth season of the GAP, the current score for Devil's a Part Timer. Now this is important because it is the devil. It's six point six six. Yeah. Now, do you want to guess what the previous season score was? Let me, hold on. It's a high seven. This is like an eight something. Right? No, I'm talking about still because this is the second season. Oh, season, so season, season two, two sequel. Now season season two first season first. Yeah. Oh, I actually don't know. Six point six six. Both of Season two and season two <laughs> sequel of The Devil's a Part Timer. I gotta see this. Are six point six six. Let me see. It here. is. You cannot make this shit up. It oh. is absolutely hilarious that not only is it such a fall from grace that the fucking fans have to metagame this and literally <laughs> keep it at a six point six six. Oh my god, it's so true. As of recording, yeah, Will is a hundred percent right. Oh my god. It's a, it's fucking hilarious that it is like so bad. Again, Sigma Six is not terrible, but it's just too tongue in cheek that the fans like literally metagame this and keep the score at a flat six point six six across both seasons of the sequel. Look, I cannot assume what all the fans on my anime list given six point six six is. I can tell you that. That score was probably adjusted deliberately, just like how Fuma Alchemist at some point will always be number one, or they try to, you know, gerrymander the votes. But let me put it this way about how I feel. First of all, I completely forgot about The Devil's a Part-Timer. So that's, like, already indicative in of itself. But the fact that everyone has to metagame to get both seasons of the sequel to be 6.66 just goes to show... Just how bored they are of everything that is a devil's a part timer that is current. Like you might just think it's a, it's just a coincidence. No, this is a group effort. These are people that are actually trying to maintain it so that look, the first official season is like a seven point seven four, seven point seven one actually, um, and that's that's very good, right? Manga does really really well. Whatever has come out since then from Studio Three Hertz has been. Very, very like underperforming. I, look, I, it, it might not even be the fact that it's the studio. It might just be. It, it might. It might just be. You know, Shield Hero Syndrome, where like they are just covering the boring parts of the manga, and unfortunately, that's why it's not performing very well. Or it could just be fans just kind of like irate that it took this long for something to come out, and it was just this boring. That now they're just actually making an effort to keep at a six point six six. So, um, yeah. I think that's enough of a spiel on Devil's a Part-Timer. Do we really have that much more to talk about Fully Cooly? Because we've talked, we've ragged on Fully Cooly before. But look, is it is it Shuki's or Grunge that is a 4.92? Uh, 4.72. That's that Grunge. Grunge. And then Shuge's, which is the more current one, has a current that's score. It's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. 6.19. So, How, no, 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 it's finished. It's only three episodes. Yeah, Fully Cooly has, like, has, has historically been only like... Max, because original Fully Cooly was an OVA of only six episodes. Yes. Oh, and then it's three, three. Okay, I get it. So yeah. it's kind of like so they're just the known six. to do like just you know like one shots essentially just just get everything out of the door and everyone just consumes it. And ever since the original Fully Cooly, everything has just been atrocious. So 
I think Will and I has made our points of how we think about the OG Fully Cooley, the six-episode OVA. It's good for the right people. It's just not for us. We're clearly not the right people. And I will also be on the side of and support of the stance that Fully Cooley is very pivotable, like pivotable, uh, pivotal. Yeah. Sorry, my speech impediment is coming in because I'm slightly inebriated, of being a cornerstone the foundation of anime production and the quirkiness of the show because i think it's a very important show historically and i think will you would agree correct oh, absolutely yeah like you there are definitely attitubers and you know bloggers that you know have a special place for fully cooley so why for will and i having fully cooley grunge and shoegaze as the most disappointing at least from my perspective is I wanted it to succeed. I honestly do. And this is no word of a lie, dear listeners of GAP. I want it to succeed because even though it's not for me, the medium of anime is something that I will always advocate for. And if people have been clamoring for more Fooly Cooly and for it to kind of fall so flat and be disappointed by a lot of people for even the the CEO is it the CEO the main one of the main dudes in Adult Swim to be like yeah bro we're done you know what I mean to have them say that is such a sad tragic thing and for all of the reception to be this poor for Fully Cooley is something that I feel like it just sucks because as much as I don't vibe with Fooly Cooly. I wanted to succeed such that I might be surprised and then I might check out Fooly Cooly, Shoe Gaze, or Grunge, and then maybe go back to Fooly Cooly and be like, maybe I should give it a, like a third or fourth like shot, you know? Yeah. So sad because even the fans were like, nah bro. Yeah, just to give a little color on this, this is actually a tweet uh, a tweet that came out from Jason DeMarco, who's the senior vice president not- in anime and adaptation uh, action series uh, department from uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, not Jason Fung. I just want to be yeah, clear. Jason DeMarco, uh, basically saying that like you're happy with what we've done, but we won't be making any more. So um, that's it. Um, I think we're done uh, ragging on Fully Cooley now, and let's move into some happier pastures, some nicer pastures. We're going to be talking about the best surprise slash discovery of season six. I've only got one winner. Let's hear it. The masterful cat is depressed again. That's my winner. Because Jesus Christ, you look at the we, we looked at the poster for it on my anime list. We might have seen like a trailer. It's just like this. What is this? It's just a, a you know anthropomorphic like cat that doesn't talk. What's so good about this? And we watched it, and it's like, oh, oh, this is uh, it's Go Hands. Is Studio Go Hands? Are you kidding me? It's like kind of shit studio, right? I mean, actually, I'm not. I don't want to say shit studio kind of a studio that is not very well known for a lot of crazy good works. It, you know what? It kind of gives me Katara Lives Alone vibes. You know what it reminds me of? Um, the Fox Senku? You know, like the lolly girl that also takes care of an office dude? Oh, the helpful Fox Senko-san. Yes. Uh, and it reminded me of that, at least when I look at the poster and I looked at the trailer... I was ready to be like, Will, we shouldn't spend any time on this other than to rag on it. And I was proven wrong. And it's one of those things where, like, we give credit where credit's due. It's fantastic discovery and surprise. So I also agree it is my winner as well. So my runner-up 
is very unsurprising. It's 100 Girlfriends, mainly because I was surprised by it. I don't think... No, because when we were talking about it during our ASAP, we were kind of like hesitant to be like, this is something that's going to work out because of the way that the the comedy was was planned out from panel to panel. And then you have Bibri Animation Studio. Which was already like, look, we, we've, we're just backing this with stats. They were not good in 2022. And I think not only were we like pleasantly surprised... I think a lot of people, I mean, yeah, it's not an 8 anymore. It's now like a 7.85. I don't give a fuck because that score is still extremely respectable. And irregardless of the premise, right, convincing someone that that premise is something that would work in any medium other than anime is atrocious to me. Because I don't think it would work in any other medium except for anime, manga, light novels, you know, and so on and so forth. So for it to kind of be very successful, at least from a metric standpoint, is fantastic. Yeah, we're closing in on the hour mark, so then we should probably just yeah. we're, we're not going to breeze through. We're just going to keep things moving along. I mean, okay, I will say my honorable mention. Oh yeah, you do have one. Okay, Shangri La Frontier. You did watch it. I think it is a show that I underestimated in terms of how good it looks. Do you have any regrets on not talking about it for ASAP? A lot. Okay. Fair enough. All it right. was our finalist, and I regretted not I think, doing it. Was it 100 Girlfriends that took its place? Y- yes. Well, hey, I mean, now that you put it in, you know, the best discovery together, like, hey, look, don't feel too bad. We move on now to the uh, the the best, quote-unquote, anime and manga that we have yet to get to. I have one outright winner for this. I have a problem with this category, but I'll hear your winner first. Bleach, thousand year blood war. Now, a lot of fans have been waiting fifteen years for Bleach to come back because it kind of ended on a really sour note, especially with like discrepancies from like the 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 mangaka and the fans and whatnot. How the quality started dipping because they just kept on like you know changing the power leveling and whatnot, and the publisher too. Yeah, there was a lot of kerfuffles going on. But the last two seasons of Thousand Year Blood War have been phenomenal. The first one was like a 9.03. The second one is a high 8.73. Yeah. So it's it's it, it's 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 definitely widely like received like well. The thing is both Jason and I read and watched Bleach like 20 years ago. And I think that same point carries through, right? As in a lot of people were nostalgic. They want to see that journey reach its logical end point. But we didn't want to see it play out the way that it was already being played out 20 years ago, where it's like we were clearly seeing shit was not going well because things got stale. Things were not innovative anymore. We were just seeing the same shit, but in a different skin. And we were just afraid that like we were just reaching that point where, you know, shonen action like just burns you out because... How else are you going to maintain that high-octane interest in a shonen action but to add more power leveling into it? And I I guess we've been proved massively wrong. These have been the best-performing anime seasons throughout this year. Yeah. So my problem with this category is I had way too much. Of course, Jason, 
listen, this is the sixth finale. You've always had this problem. Will you can obviously say that as well? Yeah. So how are you gonna, how are you going to fix this? How are you going to you know crunch everything together, or are you going to be a little more ruthless and cut things out? Well, I am just going to say all six of them, but there is it's actually going to be super quick. My honorable mention is the season twos of JJK and Jobless Reincarnation. Okay, okay, that that that's like a given. Yeah, that's yeah. a given, right? That's why it's honorable mention. My runner-up is also a given because it's ZOM 100 and A Lull in the Sea because you have been saying nonstop praises about Lull in the Sea to the point where I need to get to it. And ZOM 100 because I'm waiting for the production delays and also because it looks fucking fantastic. It's a no-brainer. So that's why those four are out the door ready to go. My winner is two movies okay the boy and the boy and the heron yep because the score is not doing too well at the moment i know but it's miyazaki's last showing before he quote unquote retires again and i think this time for good we talked about the ghibli debacle and all the debacle but just the ghibli development yeah the the changing of the guards right but probably of my winner winner slam dunk in uo okay Yuasa, Masaki Yuasa, a show that, uh, I mean, a director that both of us adore. I think you adore more than I do, but one that I appreciate nonetheless. It is something that I think both of us should just sit down together and watch at some point. It's available online for streaming, you know, on like Apple TV or something. Yeah. Or Amazon. We need to watch it. I have one actually honorable mention, uh, not even a runner up, but it's just, this is, it's a bit more personal for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to get around to watching Link Click. Because season two came out and it's doing really, really well. Yeah, still doing really, really well. Isn't it on our cleanup pick, or was it on the last one? I don't know, but either way, you watched a little bit of it and you liked it enough to watch it. But you were just a little bit like, you know, Chinese, Japanese, English. Like, how am I going to manage all these languages, like these subs and dubs and whatnot? Um, Yeah, it was a little bit weird, but only for someone in my position or your position, right? Yep. We'll move on now to the favorite or most important news story from season six. I have one upright because it is possibly the most important one in my opinion and i'm going to just say it right now yep manga plus launches subscription service which actually benefits everyone yo okay it didn't make my cut but you probably would have put it in because because come on man we already talked about how manga reading has always been expensive for people you went through bookwalker you bought paperback hardback if you just had Online subscriptions back then were awful. You could either read a little bit for free, and then you had to cool down, and you come back again, or you could just read some chapters, but you can never go back to it again, right? You read one, done. That you can't re reread whatever you've read before, or there were some limited series that give you three episodes, uh, three chapters, nothing in between, and then the latest three. So then, how are you going to be able to read whatever's in between? Now with the new Manga Plus subscription service, that's all changed, and it is very cheap. In comparison to like a lot of other subscription services people use. I have it. Yeah, so there you go. After right? the deluxe plan, it's great. So, yeah. Uh, now, it seems like I've caught you by surprise because it wasn't on yours. So you must have had some other news stories that uh, really just you know blew the door off the, the frame. I have a runner-up and a winner, but technically they're both winners in different regards. Right. Pick My one. winner, actual winner, is Studio Ghibli being bought out by NTV. Is that? Um, I think it's an extremely... It's important. Important. Yes. Because... So that's why we say favorite and important because this is a extremely monumental moment where probably the most famous 
anime studio in terms of legacy and critical acclaim. I mean, they won a fucking Academy Award, bro. What other anime can do that? Yeah, well, we talked about, like, you know, the legitimacy, not the legitimacy, but, like, the effect it actually has. But, mm-hmm. again, you know. And then like, you talk about Hayao Miyazaki and Goro Miyazaki and that whole saga. It is such a conflicting thing, especially when you consider both of us, Will, where of Asian descent and there's, again, stereotypes with with kind of Asian parents and legacy and whatnot. And then when you factor in Japan, le- how they treat tradition and legacy. It's a very big deal. It is such a pressurized situation. So we've talked about it endlessly, but that is my quote-unquote winner winner. But my runner-up slash like for fun winner is probably the most favorite absurd news story season six. Which studio doing a Suicide Squad isekai is the dumbest news story but my favorite news story of I, season six. I am absolutely excited for that. I'm I'm actually cautiously excited because I'm you, cautiously excited. You know too. how this shit could go, right? I mean, you saw Ninja Batman. I saw Ninja Batman, and you liked it. I I, I love it. I you, liked it. You were like, okay, I, yeah, yeah. I gave it a seven or an eight, but I was like, all right, I get it. And I think a lot of people did not vibe with it, right? But irregardless, the funniest thing is. Okay, you doing a Suicide Squad anime, not the craziest absurd thing ever. Add in the fucking isekai, and then fucking go, yo, you know the studio that did season one of Ancient Magus' Bride? Guess what? Fucking, let's release a trailer of a dragon fucking flying, and then have a car with Joker and Harley Quinn with holding like a giant-ass hammer with studio. Studio Squad isekai. Suicide Squad. Like, what the fuck is that? It's just anime as fuck. I love it. Yeah. We now move on to the favorite moment of season six of the podcast. Only one winner for me, and it's extremely easy, and I think we have the same one. Possibly. What is it for you? You beating my streak for a season... Seasonal bet. That wasn't even mine, actually. Fuck. No. Okay, then then give me the moment to kind of shower praise for you. Okay. Because I just think, like... Seasonal bets is kind of this fun thing that we do. On I'm the not side. doing very well right now, by the way. So, yeah. that, that that is fair, right? But like, I just think that like you, uh, you know, destroying my win streak is just like really awesome. Like honestly, it's the biggest David Goliath underdog story that's happened because I. Uh, to be fair though, season five, uh, no, the, the previous seasonal bet was so close. It was and like yeah. zero, it was like zero point zero two. Uh, I mean, I can check right now, but yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I appreciate the the, the, the praise uh, and the, the recognition. I mean, that's why we're having whiskey right now, bro. Well, for me, it was season five. My favorite moment was the fact that we reached 50 regular episodes. This year, we have now officially released over 100 episodes yeah, across bro. Fuck our yeah. regular episodes, our After Darks, as well as our bits and pieces. Now, spoiler alert, we got some more new content coming up, so we could easily be pushing 200 and beyond. But uh, no, I, I think like it, it's just a lot of it, – it's been a long journey for what we've you know, been, been like actually tra- like, trying to achieve with the GAP. We, cheers, we never, cheers to we that. Never, we never planned for this to – you know, go this long. Not to say that we were thinking this was going to end anytime soon, but it's like 
for a while we were like looking into like our schedules looking into the workload that we had and just trying to figure out like what direction we were trying to go because there were certain things that weren't really going well there were certain things that were working but then we didn't know how to recreate it and i think we've kind of gotten to a point now where we found that sweet spot yeah we're comfortable too we're we're finding a good spot where like we continue to produce good content at least in our opinion we think it's good uh and also we manage our workloads that we're not burning each other out um but at the same time like Look, like just just talking about anime is fun as fuck. So, cheers to to you all for for listening to over a hundred episodes of the Good Anime Palette podcast. And cheers and to you, Will. Cheers to you, Jason. There's gonna be many, many more episodes, not drinks. Oh yeah, I feel I feel like I'm feeling it, bro. Yeah. Moving on swiftly <laughs> oh, now. Shit. Uh, yeah, I, I watered it down a little bit with the uh, with the um with with, with with some soda water now. Uh, I think we can kind of get through uh, these next two quite quickly because it's not going to be like any surprise as to who we have as the best anime of season six as well as the best manga of season six. Now, just because we didn't have... Oh, oh you might have noticed that because we've been doing uh, the you know anime series adaptation primer series, uh, we no longer actually have a manga that hella, 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 hella needs an adaptation award. Because we're, we're going to do that for the ASAP, yes. right? But we are still going to give recognition to what we believe, in our opinions, is the best manga from season six. So I starting actually off just first, have a winner and yeah. runner up. Should we do you? manga first or anime first? Let's always do manga first. I think anime. Oh, being... let's switch it then. Let's do manga first then. Yeah. Uh, which atelier for me? Oh, for me, the winner is Witch and the Beast. Which the... Oh, it was. It was. It was really close. I, un- I understand. Both are really good. But the really thing is, good. like, here's here's my thing with Witch Atelier. It made me feel so bubbly watching it. It made me feel like I was insignificant, but also like part of this journey where this young girl who discovered something immense and immeasurable and just had no idea what she was getting herself into. Like just that 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 two-page centerfold of that moment. I'm not saying it because it's a spoiler, but that moment in which I tell you, shit, I hadn't had that feeling since reading Parasite the Maxim. Like, no, no, Parasite, the Maxim is the anime. But yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, it just made me feel like I fucking love Shonen again. I've, I mean, would you consider it a Shonen? I mean, I don't think it would be a Seinen. So yeah. I yeah. think by default, it would be a yeah. Shonen. It gave me that feeling of like, holy fuck, I am, I am a kid. I, I, I am like, getting that bubbly feeling of I am ready to embark on this action adventure once again so the reason why witch hat atelier didn't win but it was witch and the beast is because i think which of the beast was also fucking amazing too and i think from my perspective it's because it's seinen it's dark it's gritty it tackles magic in such a way that it is very real to me i mean it is very real in the setting as well it's very grounded grim and Very grim. it's just fucked up because we don't get a lot of really messed up, fucked up stuff and have it not be like gore fest. I mean, or we, bucket we, loads we talked about it before on a BP where we we're talking about generational genres of yeah. anime. And like what you wanted was essentially to have more sane and cut to the forefront. Now, we know there's obviously some logistical issues, some mm-hmm. ratings. And, you know, generally, it's not that easy to syndicate a sane adaptation of an alpha manga. But... I'm glad that this one got an adaptation. I mean, it's literally coming out in a couple of weeks. Actually, 
maybe like six weeks. But Dep- yeah, depends on when you're listening to this. It but, depends on when you're listening but, to this. But like, that is also an amazing choice. But my runner-up is reliving probably my favorite long-running series of all time, the Bakken Monogatari manga series by Oh Great. I think Oh Great, the mangaka who did Air Gear, adds a level of characterization, the use of black and white. You know, we talk about in, in manga, like toning and inking and coloring. But in this case, it's just black and white. And have it be so gorgeous, reliving the Monogatari series in manga form to me, adds that extra layer of just nostalgia, actually, that I think is just very good. And I think if you are a fan of the series, and I think if you're listening to this, you probably either know it or are a fan of the series, don't lose out, don't miss out on the manga. There you have it. That is the first half of our GAP Season 6 Finale Award. What about Best Anime? Oh, wait, shit. Forgot about that one. Ah, okay. We're wasted. Yeah, no, because I, I uh, usually we do uh, anime and then manga, but we're going to switch it there. We're, we'll change it going forward that we'll do manga first and then anime. Um, it, I mean, straight up simple. Alone the Sea. Nothing mm. gave me that kind of feeling where I was just watching an anime and actually enjoying the journey throughout, even during the, the lulls. Right, it, it, like I said, ebb and flow. Like it, it, it just carried me throughout. I was really impressed by the animation. Uh, the character interactions were. It, it just made me feel like watching this was real as fuck, despite it despite being despite the premise not being real as fuck. No, not at all. Right, right. but it, but it hit a lot of heart truths for me. It hit home really, really well, and made me feel like you know what, like this is an anime that. May not be for everyone, but if it is, you are not going to miss out. You are you are going to enjoy the shit out of watching this. My best anime from season six runner up is Fear and Beyond Journeys End. Very simple explanation. I've already said that it's an outstanding anime, outstanding manga as well, produced perfectly by Studio Madhouse, and it's gonna be over two it's gonna be two curves, if not, and then maybe like a season two or whatever. It's gonna be great. My winner unsurprisingly, is also a very good anime, but it's only eight episodes, one hour each, is Pluto. Both, I think, the fact that Fier and Beyond Journey's End is for the new school of anime, quote-unquote, the return of the old-school retro, slow pace anime of Pluto is so rare nowadays, and for it to be done so well... uh is something that I don't think we get a lot nowadays as is of a slow-paced, retro-ass anime, and for it to look gorgeous. And then for it to kind of caught me off guard, especially after the production hell, the development hell that Pluto had to go through to get to this point, is, I think, a monumental achievement for Netflix and Studio M2. So it is my unequivocally best anime for Season 6 of GAP. Cool. Now we can officially go on a break. We have I now need to finished. take the biggest piss ever, bro. All right. Well, I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to basically finish this right now, and then we'll come back in a few seconds. With For the our... dumb shit. We'll be right back.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the second half of the season six finale of the Good Anime Palette podcast, also known as episode number 72. I sobered up slightly, still a little bit inebriated. Will is enjoying his drink over there, and now we will go headfirst into sorry, our stupidish awards. But, Will, what's up? Yeah, uh, I just actually second-guessed myself. I thought, like, this was going to be enough for me. I actually might need to pour myself a little more alcohol, but uh, we have time throughout the, the second I mean, half of I mean, recording. you can have my drink. Eh, it's okay. I think I'm going to... I don't have cooties, I, I swear. I see a little frothing going over there. I'm wondering what's going on over there. You poured the drink. I'm trying to I'm trying to wonder what happened. I, I poured equal parts uh, whiskey and, uh, and soda. But equal parts... Just like how one side of the coin is the serious-ish awards, now comes the second half, the other side of the coin, the dumbass, stupidish awards that we actually have a lot of good time going over. So, again, no need for definitions or disclaimers. It's all on our website. Let's go. Will, we are going into these who'd head, whose head would you pat, whose hand would you hold, and whose body would you hit? With a truck. Would you go first or shall I go first? Uh, I think you need to go first. Yeah, because I did mention off air that, uh, you know, some things that happened in the first half of this recording has now made me second guess how I'm going to be going over, over the second half of this recording. So uh, my selections are Mau Mau from the Apothecary Diaries, mm-hmm. Fieren from Fieren, mm-hmm. and Nano AI from 100 Girlfriends. It was originally Shizuka, the, the library girl. That's your waifu for 100 girlfriends. I... Shut up. <laughs> okay, let me think about it for a sec. Mm. So, Fieren, Nano, and Mau Mau, right? I would hit Nano with a truck because AI fucked that shit. Okay, all right. She's a waifu, but... Among other waifus, not going to make the cut. So it would have been the same had I put Shizuka in there. Probably, okay. yeah. Uh, I would... Now, this is important. Whose hand are you going to hold and who, whose hand are you going to pat? Because, look, Mama's cool, but so is Fieren. Both have trouble pasts. I would head pat Mau Mau. Fair. Because, listen... She's extremely reliable, dependable, smart, and that's what you need to handhold when you handhold with someone. You need trust. Are you handholding or head-patting her? Sorry, handhold. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I might have misspoke. Yeah. So just so that we're clear, Nano, game over with a truck. Mau Mau for life. Handhold. Head pat Fieren because but, but Fieren's lived through everything. She's seen everything beyond you've even imagined. And I don't need that kind of pressure. <laughs> okay, for I don't need that kind of baggage. It is gonna suck too. Imagine that you're the, you 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 manage to shack up with a with an elf, and you're like, "Yo, I've lived a wonderful life." She's like, "You've only been a second in my hourglass." Yeah. Like, Whoa, fuck. Like Jesus Christ, Fiedin. Uh Oh, wasn't that date that we had great? It was like, I mean, it's I've had a thousand dates yeah. in the last week. You know? Yeah. I mean, like three hundred years ago. That date was pretty dope, and I'll be like, fuck. Baggage of several hundred years versus, you know, baggage of, like, let's say maybe at most 30 years for, for, for either of us. Uh, there's a, It's a pretty tall order. 
So that is my uh, head pat handhold truck. All right, well. All right, bring it on me. <clears throat> I need to give you a slight backstory. Did you know, Will, that for fall 2023, there was a lot of outstanding anime. Is that correct? Yep. Did you know that there is one anime that we have mentioned off air that is currently not been mentioned pretty much at all? Goblin Slayer. No, okay. because we mentioned that before. Yeah. All right, which one? Probably one of the best animes of all time. I mean this ironically. Do you remember Hypnosis Mike? Oh, yes. Did you know that there is an anime? A second season? A second season. Yeah. It is called Hypnosis Mike colon Division Rap Battle dash Rhyme, Rhyme Anima, Anima Plus. Plus. Yeah. So I thought, what better way to celebrate this momentous occasion by having you pick whose head would you pat, whose hand would you hold, and who would you truck by three of the gorgeous boys from all, the main cast. But there's more than three. They're all there's gorgeous. more than three. Don't worry, I have chosen three for you. Okay. And I have a screen here for you. I also have it loaded up too. Don't worry, because I will tell you. Double vision, sure. I'll have Perfect. both, yeah. You have, first, Dice, dead or alive, Arisugawa, who is from the Shibuya division, mm -hmm. July 7th birthday. Solo song? What do you, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Three, three, seven, or whatever it 11. is. 11. I mean, quote of, you know, his, they're, his, they're, quote, they're his mantra. mantra is... Live the life you live. No, live, love the life uh, you life live. The love. <laughs> Fucking live the life you love. Yeah. So that is our first contender. Okay. Then, of course, we have probably the most famous one out of favorites on my anime list is Ramuda Easy R with a capital R. Amemura. Nicknamed Easy R. Also from Shibuya. February 14th, birthday, Valentine's Day. Solo song, Drops. What the fuck that is? And their mantra? Oh, my God. Optimists see the donut. Pessimists see the hole. What a fucking fantastic mantra to live by, Will. Gotta love Ramuda-san. Now, Will, maybe you don't like the pretty happy-go-lucky boy. You don't like... The bad boy. But what if we just go by the straight edge boy? Gentoro Phantom Yumeno. Also from Shibuya. And it's a joke. Get it? His birthday's on April 1st. Have, uh, Scenario Liar is their solo song, which yep. makes sense as they were born April 1st. Exactly. But the quote, what do you want meaning for? Life is desire, not meaning. Uh, give me the truck for Dice Arisugawa. Give me the hand. It has to be the hand for Ramuda Amemuda because I love me some pink-haired guys, man. I'm sorry. It's the pink hair. Yo! Were you thinking I was going to go for Gentaro? What? For, for for holding hands. Yeah. Oh, Because he's the steady one. To be fair, if I wanted steady, I would have gone with Jakarai. 
No, because easy R is easy, bro. Yeah, but Jakarai Jinjuji, his mantra is to serve humanity. So he can serve me. That's what I was just like. Look, it was hard to pick those like, those three out of like the solo because you actually look at the page for him. This is Mike. They're all main characters. There's yeah. no supporting. Yeah, cast. there's no supporting characters. I, I so I literally picked like the top three, and I was just, or like that. I think out of the five, I picked the top three. Yeah, and I was just like, I I gotta go to Ramuda. Ramuda's the one. And you're gonna head Pat Phantom. Yeah, because you know they were like you know. Life is desire, and I just desire to pat your head. That's as far as it'll go. Nothing else. Plus, they're a joke. So, yeah. Damn. Um, All right. Moving on to the ELI 5 award, or explain like I'm five. Um, just, I mean, for the rest, for the most part, all of these will just have one winner. That's it. No runner-up, no honorable mentions. I don't know how it is for you, but um, she. I think this time around, you can go first. Because you may have a runner-up for this one. Well... Can you explain to me why I can't think of a winner or runner-up for this award? Nothing? Really? Nothing. Wow. Because there were so many questions that I could have asked. And unfortunately, I was unlucky. And I just wasn't alive to be able to tell you that the real ELI 5 winner goes to why in the fuck do people care that much about Undead Unluck? Really, you that really, real you really need to know the the answer to that. It's it's because it's titties and violence. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. I just don't understand it. Like, I I really don't. Like, of all of the other options that are out there, of the boobs, the TNA, of all of the violence that is also out there, why settle for undead unluck? That is like my personal stance, my personal question. Explain it to me why. This mixture, this hybrid of this show, Undead Unluck, and I watched it too, is something that stands out to a lot of people, like a massive amount of people. I just don't get it. Look, it's not hard to see why people will like it. It's more asking those people why. Yeah. There's there's a lot of other stuff out there that has the titties, has the action, but it does it a little more tastefully. Whereas this is just kind of lazy. It's just like, oh, squeeze some boobs and I get lucky. That, that That's literally the, the, the mantra of the show. Yo, I'm a degenerate and I'm here to tell you all about it. No problem, bro. I got one for you for the ELI 5. Yep. How the hell is Ark Knights doing so well? Okay. We've talked about like adaptations of stuff. Like, look. Anime adaptations of video games tend to be okay, if not bad. Like we, I've I've trolled the fuck out of Near Automata. We've seen like, uh, I think like uh, Tales of like Rise Atelier for for what it was called. I think yeah, um, Riza Riza Riza. Yeah, it's a long running JRPG series. But yes. it's like it's it's like low sevens all the time. So why the hell is Ark Knights doing so freaking well? And by by freaking well, you mean the 7.56. I think the latest season is like a 7.7. 7.56. Okay. Yeah, but it's still good. The previous season was also really good, too. You watched it. You're like, this is surprisingly kind of... So I, I need you to explain to 7. me. 7.10. It, it grew, right? 0.4. It's it now... used to be an 8, by the way. So you got to explain to me, Jason, what the hell's up with Arknights? Why is it that, like, of all video game adaptations into anime, this is the one... That people are vibing with. I can explain it to you real. With tower defense? 
okay. The first thing is uh, for real. Yo Star actually did an extremely good job with the production in terms of its look and uh, the quality and you know the Saguka moments. So production, everything, voice cast, music, everything is done extremely top notch. The second thing is also because it's tower defense, will you can kind of have a lot of liberty with the way the plot progresses and have it still have the essence of a tower defense but still be a decent show. I think Doll's Frontline is another tower defense kind of game that had an anime that actually fell flat on its face. And I think it's because they leaned in too much on the tower defense thing and not kind of rolled with, you know, the source characters that everyone loves and was just so heavy-handed in the way of it. By the way, it's a video game. That's my opinion. I, I still don't think it's enough for me to get into it. I don't know. But clearly, it, it's working for a lot of people. I and mean, it's working for me. Yeah. So moving on to the Fua Fuari, Fua Furu, or the most comfy anime uh, of season six. And I got to be honest, I actually don't have anything for this award. Like, no joke whatsoever. Like, just looking at what we had in fall as well as in summer, along with the backlogs we've watched, there wasn't actually a whole lot that I felt like properly encapsulated what it was to be Fua Fua. So it was actually like, it, it, it didn't do the award justice if I just picked something that had those kinds of traits or some characters that are on the fluffy side. And so, call it a cop-out, but I decided to leave this award, unfortunately, empty. Fair. My runner-up Fall 2023 seasonal anime for Fuwafuari Fuwafuaru goes to My New Boss's Goofy. Because in a world where the typical Japanese salaryman, you know, is kind of being pinned down by the man, the boss, the manager, sometimes it's a breath of fresh air when your boss is just innocently trying to do good care about his colleagues aloof as fuck and it's just aloof as fuck and it's kind of cute is there maybe some you know boy love shipping by a lot of people i can see where you're coming from if you think that way because almost everyone there are all dudes but don't get it twisted it's just a chill time between bros and just happens to be one of them is your boss who's just kind of like uh, a, a, a like a very wholesome idiot, right? But this is just your runner-up, though. Yeah. So who, but who, or what is the winner? Because fur and fluff. Whenever I'm depressed, that's all I need. Fur. So the masterful cat is depressed again today. Would you consider that to be fua fua? Absolutely. Ugh. When you come, I guess home, it depends on how you stretch that definition. When you come home, first of all, it's literal because fluffy fur cat. I think I, I took more of, like, the IRL implications of, like, this is, like, what it means to live and work in a modern society and then just coming home and just trying to decompress as much as possible. So I, I, I can see the, the, the comfy aspect of it. And then when you go home, Will, when you arrive home after a late night at work, when you're working overtime and overtime and overtime, it's coincidentally that both of these shows involve office ladies or office dudes. You get someone who cooks 
takes care of all the groceries, of all of, you know, the chores around the house, such that you don't need to worry. And you have awesome food prepared for you, hot, pipe, and ready. Yeah, I guess this is not fair to say, but if that were the situation that we're in, I'd rather have a dragon maid. Well, yeah, but a yeah, dragon yeah, maid okay. wasn't in season six. It's not fair either. Of GAP. And I think it's also just the fact that I'm coming down from the high of Skip and Loafer. Yeah. And also, we're getting ready to go into Eurocamp season three. So it's. I'll be honest, I thought you would put. Skip and Loafer here because you technically it's okay it would have counted as a backlog but because yeah. I already gave it the award for Fluffy and yeah. also Anime of the Season for last year yeah. it just it just did not seem fair yeah to rehash it yeah know? because we we kind of had like our own kind of in house rule of unless if it really warrants it to not have repeats as much as possible yeah unfortunately there is a repeat for me for the Prison of Eternity and Cruelty Award because it has to go to Fiedin. Really? Dude, watching Fjordan go on her journey from beginning to end and just seeing everybody just come and go. And all she's doing is just living her life. But apparently, you know, her life itself is, you know, not all that significant when everybody else around them, around her, just doesn't live up to however long she lives. And it's also a sad existence, too, right? It is is cruel. It's cold. And it's eternal within the span of, like, humans, right? Because that's, like, the whole premise of the show. It's she outlives everyone. So it's kind of, like, eternal in a way, right? So don't take whatever we say as spoilers. We already went this over with our ASAP. Y'all probably watched a two-hour premiere. You know what the fuck is up. Also, it's, like, the plot summary. It's literally, like, the plot summary. Yeah. So don't add what, us, guys. What's your prison for this season? They're both mangas. The winner is the Witch, Witch and the, the Beast. Yeah. Makes sense, right? I don't need to harp on that. But my runner-up surprisingly came up very recently. It has only like about 12 to 13 chapters. So barely a volume. Wild Strawberry. You mentioned that in episode 69. I think so, yeah. It, yeah. And it is... I only knew because I looked at it earlier. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it is a manga that is very... It reminded me of, like, The Last of Us 2 or, like, wait, what is that Mark Wahlberg movie with M. Night Shyamalan? Oh, what? He About, like, Mother Nature, remember? Old? Mm. Hmm. Is that that the one? No, no, no. Okay, because the one I was thinking of, like, the M. Night Shyamalan movie was the one where they go to an island and all of a sudden people start getting old and all that. No, 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 no. Uh, Oh, The Happening. Yeah, The Happening. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, right? So I'm not going to say anything about those movies, but other than to say that Wild Strawberry is an extremely odd selection of... Like I just well, it's also a very odd selection of a cast too. It's Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel, uh, John Leguizamo, and Betty Buckley. Like this is a very weird mix of people that you would probably have expected from an Endless Shyamalan movie. Yeah, but uh, its relevance to Wild Strawberry is actually quite solid. And uh, I came on to I happened to come upon Wild Strawberry, and I was pleasantly surprised by. Kind of how it reminds me of Parasite and Tokyo Ghoul, Chainsaw Man, and have it be about plants. And that's fucked up, actually, when you think about it. And I think sooner or later, this is probably going to get some sort of recognition once it has enough chapters to its name. 
it's only a matter of time. And it is edgy as fuck, cruel as fuck, and it is my runner-up. On to the next award, which is the Thinking Man Award. I've got a outright winner for this one. No runner-up, no honorable mentions. How about on your side? I have a runner-up and a winner, but we I've mentioned it endlessly, so it's actually going to be very fast and loose. So what about for, you? For both, right? Yep. Right, well, why don't we hear them fast and loose? Runner-up is Fieren, winner is Pluto, because it just really elicits a lot of thought when you're trying to piece together how AI integrates into a fictional world and then relate that to modern society with you know the recent emergence of AIs and, and technology automation and on the other side thinking about if you are able to live through thousands of lifetimes how the hell do you manage to get your shit together yeah i mean we have seen that you know or or like you are an emotionless robot in many ways yep. trying to find emotion and meaning in life itself when you don't see that in the beginning things like um makia i think is very similar in that sense. You know, the trope of your lifespan is so much longer than everyone else. It was a good movie. Very good movie. I like that a lot. I just find I love that kind of motif. My Thinking Man Award is quite literal. It's 100 girlfriends. Oh, bro. I got you. I understand. As a thinking man. Yep. As a dude. You got to really think. You would have thought. You could have thunk. I thunk. Yeah. How the hell does anybody manage? Look, I I have friends. <laughs> I have, oh, wait, wait. Hold, I have, hold I have the friends. Fo- hold I don't the have, fucking I don't, phone. I don't have a hundred friends. I mean, you probably have a hundred friends, just not very, just mo- if you consider like very superficial. And well, I'm not, I'm not trying to acquaintances, like. Acquaintances, basically. Yeah, right? acquaintances. But I, yeah. I don't count those as, well, okay, whoever's listening, if you think I'm a friend, Yes, you are a friend, but um, you'll never know, I suppose. But like, legitimately, like, how do you have the time as well as the mental and emotional bandwidth to balance 100 relationships in one go and have all of them sync up and believe what you're doing is good for them without knowing the actual truth? behind why you need to acquire 100 girlfriends? I just don't understand, Will, how... If you grab a hundred people, any hundred people, and put them in a room or in a society or in like a country, right? And have them all get along with each other and not either have factions like, or like look at it this way. If you asked a hundred people to give you a dollar, would all of them give you a dollar? You have to be really lucky. I'll just put it that way. This person is asking a hundred females to be his girlfriend and also coexist under this harem umbrella thinking that this is good for them that is insane that is maniacal but the mad lad did it hey runner or, up or at least he's doing because it it's not finished yet right not even close bro i think he's like on the girlfriend 20 something I, I think he's like a third or a fourth of the way there bro it's a long way it's a long way to go um, we're just gonna get the get on the shit award real fast because mine is plain and simple. It's fucking bleach. Like we've harped about it enough already, but I don't think that's your award. That is not my award. Yeah, my runner up for get on that shit award goes to the emerging meta of multi releases slash long premieres. I really like that kind of approach. Okay, I think having off the get go a bunch of stuff to consume 
It just doesn't leave me hanging. I have to wait a week. Gives me enough time to consume whatever, like hour and a half or two hours. Also gives more breathing room for the director. Does this multimedia release or multi-episode release also factor in perhaps maybe like Zom 100 with their anime and live action adaptations coming at the same time? No, it doesn't. I think that is like an instance of it cannibalizing itself potentially. I don't know. I mean, it's for two different audiences, right? True. Live action and anime. Yeah, so I guess because I'm but, but, because but, I'm biased, but, but, but right? You can, but you can also take that as a win in the end too because it's like whether or not like it ends up cannibalizing itself, it's still for the product. And yes. which first and foremost is a manga. So Absolutely. Like if that's the way to get someone on board and oh I don't like the anime or I don't want to watch anime, I don't watch anime and to get okay, then here's the live action right now. And if you don't like that, well then read the manga. Yeah. So I think yes, it's always in that sense. But, but a win. this but that this but this particular scenario doesn't fall under why you have this multi episode multimedia release segment for this award, right? But I get it, yeah. yeah. So that's the runner-up. My winner is, unfortunately, strictly for Will, Akane Banashi. Have you been reading it? Yeah, I have. And you've been enjoying it? Yeah. Oh, I've, I've been resisting. I've even said on the podcast I've been resisting to talk about it because I know you want to read it. So that's it. I will read it when they finally announce they're adapting it for it now. That that's 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 too much. I I I I'll try. I will try to get on to reading it. But what I won't try is to force a psych way because I'm not very good at those. We're just gonna go straight into the next award, which is the Curiosity Killed Nikochan, or just some shit that we you know are fucking curious about and we want to check out. My one is kind of like obscure but you and i have talked at length about it okay uh do you want me to go first then because yeah, my runner right, up right, and yeah. winner is extremely dead simple my runner up is undead unluck because bro just go back figure it out to make it some way that i can and i'm being selfish here that i can appreciate because there is something there that Clearly is not vibing with me, but is vibing with a lot of people. That's why it's the runner-up and not the winner. My winner, though, is the genes of AI. <laughs> because, listen, I don't think the premise of genes of AI is bad. It's typical. It's very standard practice. But figure it out. Go back to the drawing board. Do something. Anything to, like, capture... You know, at least my attention. And maybe I'm being very selfish in saying that, but that's the only thing that I can really say about the genes of AI is, like, do it again. My winner for this award, Curiosity Killed Neko-chan, is a series that's currently airing right now in fall, produced by Geek Toys in conjunction with Camp Town. Comp Town, sorry. Miggy and Dolly. <laughs> you and I have seen trailers, posters, PVs, teasers, and you and I still have no idea what the fuck this is. But, but, despite it having 37,000 members, which is still considerable. It's good. 7.15. That's high enough for me to think, wow, this actually was not absolute trash. Yeah, maybe there's something going on here. Now, whether or not I actually enjoy watching it, that's to be seen. Because A, 
I don't know if I'm going to watch it, and B, I don't know if I will like it if I watched it. But there must be something about this series that gives it a 7. Because, look, by definition on my anime list, 7 means good. So if it's good enough for a lot of people, maybe it'll be good enough for me? I don't know. We'll have to see if Curiosity will kill me. I think that's uh, that's it for that one. Moving on to the next award, which is the Undo of Healer. Straight up for me, Gene of AI. Y'all got to just bring this back, write a better story. doesn't have to be innovative. You don't have to add new fucking philosophies into this shit. Just redo it. Madhouse, y'all done really well with Fjerden. I think if you had a chance, you will go back to the drawing board and do Gene of AI all over again. Because goddamn, what you came up with back in summer was awful. So uh, this Genes of AI, I, when we talked about literally the, the preceding award, uh, Curiosity Killed Neko-chan, um, I also said the words go back to the drawing board because it's also uh, on the Undo of Healer award, but it's only the runner-up. What was the winner? The winner is online manga platforms. Fucking K-Manga Manga Up. Y- you have a bunch of IPs. You have a bunch of digital mangas. But you, the execution of it on your platform is so atrocious that literally no one really wants to bother with it, including yours truly. I mean, we covered like almost 45 minutes about how K-Manga and Manga Up have been atrocious in terms of their predatory subscription services. Yeah, and it's not to say that Kodansha and Square Enix has bad IPs. In fact, both... Both publishing companies have a lot of great IPs. But if you're going to have them be available, some of them exclusive on your platform, like, come on, man. You, you got to give us something other than making us pay money to maybe read a manga. But, oh, you might not have enough time to read it because you have a time limit on that shit. This is how uh, indicative in, to me of how you should go back to the drawing board because you have the resources. You have the money. I know you do because you just do. The second thing is I'd rather buy it on Bookwalker wholesale digitally than, you know, uh, you know, pay for it through your manga app. That's how bad it is. Plus, you, you have the blueprint in Manga Plus as well as, in some extent, like, Azuki. Like, they're doing well. Like, you, you literally have— A lot better than you guys, you at least. You have two platforms that are actually doing well. Maybe see why it's doing well for them and make a change. Like, the logistics of it, you know, maybe it's more expensive if you have a subscription service than other, you know, platforms and to, in order to compete or earn money. That's not a problem. You have, like, weird obfuscation of currency, weird, like, lockouts. That's my problem. I'm not willing to go through bullshits, jump through hoops. I'm willing to give you money to read my mo- to read the manga that your platform is known for. And you still, like, decline me? That's kind of crazy to me, in my opinion. On to the next award, then. Yeah. The Guys Let Me Explain award. Uh, I didn't necessarily have, like, a flat-out winner for this. Because, again, it wasn't really a whole lot that, like, I consumed. Or I've at least, like, witnessed uh, over the past two anime seasons. But um, I guess the easy way out for this is, guys, let me just explain why... Wishoku Tensei is not just wish fulfillment 
fucking slavery, rape, slavery, rape esque fantasy fucking like trash, and is actually a very phenomenal series. Look, I don't have to do this. I don't have to explain myself. Just go watch Gigguk because he's already done it before. He has. Yes. I'm not surprised. He's had to basically back up why Mushoku Tensei was an amazing isekai. Um, I think he did two videos just on that. That's how much support it needed. And it Damn. also just shows how much Giga loves Mushoku Tensei. I like Mushoku Tensei. I haven't finished But you also two. get to see the vitriol that comes from certain camps as to like the themes that they have in the series. I don't think it's very warranted, to be honest, comparatively to everything else that's available. And we have Goblin Slayer airing right now. So. Yeah. So it's kind of like because of the hype train that Jobless Reincarnation has, it's like an easy kind of target. And don't forget that we also had Shield Hero, <laughs> which also has the same themes. <laughs> All right. Well, like, let me explain. Like, so, if you have a girlfriend, and then another one, and then another one, and then you get to 100, let me tell you why this premise and this anime and or and manga is actually worth your time. Imagine going to the execs and being like, so, I have a series about girlfriends. Oh, but, I mean, we've got girlfriend, girlfriend, we've got rental girlfriend, we've got domestic girlfriend. Why? Why do we need more girlfriends? Okay, so because I want all of them. So, 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 so <laughs> let's let's see here, right? Domestic girlfriend. There are two girlfriends, right? Uh, wait, is there only just two? Spoilers. Uh, well, the important ones. Really. Okay, got it. There's actually only really one important Ooh. one, but I'm not gonna go into that. Okay. Uh, rent a girlfriend. I mean, sure. There's like five girls in there. You can select whoever you want, four or five, whatever it is. Uh, girlfriend, girlfriend. I don't know what the premise of that one is. I'm not reading Kanjo Kanjo. Uh, but well. We have a hundred of them instead. Oh my god, this guy's insane. I like it. Let's do it. That's how 100 Girlfriends got greenlit for both manga and anime. I just imagine myself, you know, going to someone and then be like, yo, Will, uh, Jason, Will, so like, what is a show for fall or what is like an anime ass anime that I should check out that is just so unique and out there? that no other median can provide. And I have to explain to this person, guy or gal or anything in between, to be like, listen, you know, the logistics of 100 girlfriends just somehow works and is actually really funny and wholesome in many ways. It's such a tall order. And it's my unequivocal winner. We're going to blast through the next two awards because I think both you and I are in full agreement. Uh, Shall we actually group them up just for this occasion? This is straight up. You guys are on your last chance, you pieces of shit. <laughs> it is one, predatory production committees, and on the other side, predatory subscription services for manga online platforms. Specifically, manga up, and to an extent as well, K manga. We had a bunch of episodes already talking about, one, anime production committees and how they can be a very broken system, especially if you are a middling or struggling anime studio. And on the other side, if you're a broke boy, broke girl, broke anything else you choose to identify as, and you want to read manga, but you can't because it is either region locked or it is behind a paywall. And when you access that paywall, you still can't access things freely. Because, and here's the problem. Yeah. If you even have the money, yeah. you're declined entry. 
that's my other issue, right? Like, if you are strapped for cash, at least I'm very sympathetic because I get it. But if you even have money in fist and ready to shower it onto K-Manga or They don't Manga, want it. They don't fucking want it. Or so they, why even have a service in the first place, you know? Exactly. You guys already have great exclusives. Like, why pull your shit from Azuki and Manga Plus Jump Plus and have it as exclusives on your platform when you're not going to give them out to anybody? When you purchase a digital chapter and then within that chapter on, like, page 8 of, like, 12 or whatever, have an ad to tell you to buy more tokens... Like, bro, don't do that. I'm already I already bought the tokens to purchase that chapter. Don't 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 do that. And just because we're going in on the manga platforms, hey, look, anime production communities, chill the fuck out. Oh yeah, you guys are also on on watch. You're on notice. Yeah. So I guess this comes into our our final awards, which is uh, essentially we'll call it the Jason. Just just the Jason. No, no, it, they have a different name, an official name. What is the name? <sighs> I actually deleted it from here because I didn't really want to go into it, but since you pressed me on it earlier, I guess I'll I'll have to talk about it. It's, you know, the awards for spelling mistakes, pronunciation. No, but what is the name of it, Will? I actually don't have it on here anymore. Oh, shit. I actually removed it. Uh, would you like to do the honors and introduce the, the category before I go into the my... The Jason Higarashi Award given to me for the biggest error or blunder or most overused phrase that I personally have used during this podcast season. Yeah. So there have been a lot in terms of yeah. you know, mispronunciation of mangakas, sometimes mixing up names of anime or manga series, uh, not knowing when to use the right tenses, or you know, just mixing up singular and English is not my first language, guys. But the one that I think that um, I will always remember is not only me covering your ass by doing a re-re-recording of it, but also warning you ahead of time when you're doing your show notes that... Uh, for an upcoming season that we actually have some new music coming in and you still chose to mispronounce the name of Rocket Jr. by calling it Docket Jr. It might be because you're looking at your docket, but it, for some reason just kept on like hammering into your head. It's Docket Jr. It's Docket Jr. And then after a while, it's like, no, it's actually Rocket Jr. Uh, there were uh, other um, mispronunciations and misspellings of uh, other artists and, and, and song names. But uh, I, I'll leave it at that, just at that. Uh, and to throw myself under the bus, I just need to add an extra caveat to just how dumb that blunder was. Because I, I, I gave you a heads up, too. No, not only that, Will. I had the docket of the credits in front of me on my computer screen. <laughs> you were sober. <laughs> and I was fucking sober as fuck. I was completely ready and willing to say the right credits and give the right dues to these wonderful music artists in front of me, and I fucked it up. So not only you preempt me, not only is it in front of me for me to literally just read off from the screen, I somehow fucked it up. That you have to do post production. So, uh, thanks for yeah. covering my ass. Yeah, but you know, I, I I don't take pleasure out of doing this particular award. I was actually ready to admit it, but then you were like, "Come on, it's a fun time. It's, it's a, a fun stupid time." Yeah. Awards, right? I'm also like not digging into you either. Like you you know that it, it comes to the, from a good place. Yeah, that's why I, I have no problems. I and that's why I kind of love this award because it's always just like 
yeah, that was kind of dumb. Yep. Well, that rounds up our uh, our stupidish awards, but, but not the end of the episode because we still have something special for y'all. Uh, kind of like maybe like two sections. Maybe we'll go a little bit into season seven, which is like the last part. Well, hey, maybe a little bit of a preview of what's going on in the next uh, next season, next year. Oh, wow, we're almost in twenty twenty four. Yeah, um, but so I'm yeah. ready. Woo. So this is the customary section of each member of the GAP proposing a challenge, a quiz, uh, a sort of rigmarole of questions, answers, and everything in between, testing each other's knowledge in anime, manga, media, and uh, in some cases, geography. And let me be clear, uh, Will, and please verify this, you have not told me anything. No. And so I actually have no idea what you're about to do for this mystery quiz section or mystery section. Is that correct? Absolutely. All I right. I not confirmed convert anything to you and i will not cheat like google or whatever just like i'm ready to go in let's now, go i don't know how much you use my anime list i don't know i <laughs> what, what is that website man it's uh you, Wait, know, you mean my list of animes yeah I, I, I do have it yeah, yeah pull out your stack of papers yeah exactly no. so we, throughout of course we don't try to use my anime list as the main barometer for how well or how poor an anime is doing or well, we do but we have to because just because numbers are numbers right and it's easy so we always talk about raw scores, talk about popularity, mm-hmm. rankings, membership, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we always talk about it for anime and manga series. Mm-hmm. We never talk about it for actual characters that belong to those series. So what mm-hmm. I've done is I've created two sections mm-hmm. of the most favorited characters across all manga and anime. I've made two sections because one is the female section and one is the male section. What I'm going to do is I'm going to list out a couple of names, both on the female and the male category. You're not allowed to look. Uh, no, no, no. I, do I have to write it down? Nope, because okay. I'm going to read it all for you. And what I'm going to do, is, basically the premise is higher or lower. I'll give you a name, and then I want you to guess if the next character has more favorited or less favorited. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Do you want to do the male or female first? Let's do bro it out first. So, to start us off, we've got Sasuke Uchiha, mm-hmm. Naruto. He has been favorited on my anime list 28,659 times. He Wait, is... as in the duo or Sasuke Naruto? Sa- Sasuke Uchiha, just Sasuke from, oh, okay. from Naruto. Okay, my bad, my bad. My right? Yeah. He's coming up against... Todoroki from okay. My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Now, does Todoroki have more followers on my anime list or less followers than Sasuke? And just so that we're clear, the followers is also known as favorites, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, specifically favorites, yeah. And I have to guess higher or lower. You don't have to give me the number, just whether... Right, right. Yeah, whether you're Tod- saying Todoroki is higher or lower than Sasuke, right, in yep. this example. Yep. Lower. And what made you think that? Is it longevity? Naruto yeah. has been a longer-running yeah. series. Yes. It seems to be... yes. Correct. Todoroki has 25,647, almost a full 3,000 favorites fewer. I mean, it's, I, very, it's very close, though. I, I, I also uh, love Todoroki, to be honest. And you also got to think, too, right? Naruto's been running for over 30 years. Yeah. Almost 30 years, actually. But, like... My Academia is not that long in comparison to Naruto. Still very hyped, though. Yeah. So, fewer, but still. 
25,000 really good. Like if you divide it by years since it has premiered, I think obviously the ratio, the proportion, My Hero Academia takes the cake, but this is not about proportions. It's about pure raw numbers. Yep. Now we're going across, <clears throat> remember, this is not just in terms of like specific characters and whatnot. This is all encompassing. So, so you're still telling me the number though. I will tell you the number, but now we're going to do this in comparison to Todoroki. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Todoroki is now going up against the Helsing, mm-hmm. Alucard. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't matter if it's Alucard from Helsing or Helsing Ultimate. Mm-hmm. They all have the same character tab on my anime list. Mm-hmm. Does Alucard have more or fewer favorites? Fewer. Incorrect. Damn. Alucard has 28,218. Now, maybe because Helsing as a manga series, as a series overall, is longer. Um, but seems that uh, 3,000 more people like and favorited Alucard more than Todoroki. Wait, what's the difference between Sasuke and Todoroki again? Also 3,000? 3, 3,000. But Todoroki... Okay, no, no. Sasuke has 441 favorites more okay. than Alucard. Just barely over. Barely, but still. Right. All right. Now, again, Alucard's the barometer here. Now, got He's it. He's now going up against Reagan. From Wob Psycho 100, the boss of Shigeo. Does does Reagan have more or fewer favorites than Alucard? Oh, by the way, listeners, you uh, if it's not apparent, uh, you can also play at home and see how well you fare. But let me uh, get back to it. Reagan, huh? Against Alucard. I would still say Reagan is higher than Alucard. Do you want to guess how much higher? No, literally. 8,000 favorites okay. more. Reagan right. is vastly more favorited Wait, compared to Alucard. So, so are we are we keeping score right now? I have the scores down here. I can re- I can send this all to you. No, no, no as on. in like how many I got right. You've got two right and one wrong at the moment. You got okay. Todoroki correct, but you got Alucard wrong. So you're two and one. Up against Reagan from Mob Psycho 100 is Yuji Itadori, the main character, the main boy of Jujutsu Kaisen. No. Higher or lower? Shit. Higher. Incorrect. Oh, shit. By a vast margin. Whilst Reagan has over 36,000 favorites. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a sec. Can you do me a slight favor? Can you check Sakuna? I can check that after we're done with the female Fair. section. But uh, yeah, no problem. I, I, would, I, I would argue that Sakuna beats Reagan. Sakuna? No, no. Uh, Sak- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh. So Yuji, right? Yeah. His demon counterpart. I don't. Think, uh, I'll have to see if yeah, I can yeah, find yeah. the thing. Yeah, I'm not putting. If, I'm sorry to put if, you on. If the spot. not, then I'll we'll we'll, we'll we'll figure it out later. Um, but okay, but that would be like my so, educated guess. But you're Reagan right. has thirty six thousand fifty six favorites. Yuji Itadori only has fourteen thousand nine hundred fifty four. Oh, way less than holy half. shit. Way less than half. I think he's just, the ma- he's the main main character. But don't forget though that the manga itself was not all that popular or not that well known before the anime came out. But still, yeah, this is like it's crazy. But this is like the anime plus the manga combined. How many users favorited the character? It just though. shows how much people love Reagan. 
Fuck. Now Reagan? we move. Yeah, I know. Who knows that? Who knew that the swindler? I'm being swindled here. All right. So now Yuji against what? Up against Yuji Sidori from Jujutsu Kaisen is Koro Sensei from Assassination Classroom. Yo, yellow octopus alien, the guy? Bro, please, for the love of God, tell me he is higher than Yuji. You're you're fucking joking. You are correct. Oh, thank God. At 19,648, it is just under That's not- five... That's not a big difference. But still almost 5,000 favorites more than Yuji Tadori. It's crazy. It's Mal crazy. users, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, this is why I thought it was really interesting. Okay, to be fair, I think it's obvious that, in my opinion, that uh, Sensei from Assassination's Classroom will be higher than Yuji. But, but not to have the, it yeah, that not a, close, not a few, yeah. that's kind of blasphemous. Yeah. Now we got uh, this one is going to be a tough one. Uh, Koro-sensei from Assassination Classroom is going up against the shithead from ReZero, Subaru. <gasps> now remember, as much as you and I really don't like ReZero, people do like the series. But I will give you a clue. No, no, no. Don't. don't. I, I'll say it anyway. It's a lot closer than you think. So here's the part where I don't know if I am metagaming it in my head, right? Because I'm thinking about what would you do to favorite a character? Because, for example, Will, do you favorite anything? No. I don't. This is, this is why this is all uncharted territory yeah. for both you and me. And I don't favorite literally anything. I give rankings for animes, mangas, and whatnot. But characters itself, or even animes, I don't favorite it. And I don't, and I'm pretty sure not obviously everyone does it as well. Because those numbers are relatively low compared to even the members of those shows or mangas. So, I would say the car is higher than the octopus. You are 550 favorites off. Oh, Subaru shit. is lower than Kara Sensei by 515 favorites. So 19,098. Can I give you my logic there? Is because I know he is kind of a shithead, right? Obviously. But I think his redemption arc, at least from what I heard in season two, a lot of people, including some of our friends, have been very much vibing with his journey as a character. So I thought, also given Ren and Ram that you would, or 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 oh, uh, you know the crazy thing as well is, Rem is not even the most favorite female in uh, ReZero. Not surprised. Yeah, it's Ram. No, it's not Ram. <laughs> it's Amelia. Yeah. Um, so you're actually doing pretty well so far. It's three and three. You got Todoroki correct, Reagan correct. Oh no, you got uh, yeah, Todoroki uh, and uh, no, you're actually yeah yeah you're, you're three and three right now. Right? I got yeah. Yeah, because you got Koro Sensei, you got Reagan, and you got uh, Tod- uh, Todoroki correct. But you mm-hmm. got Alucard, Yuji mm-hmm. Tutori, and Subaru wrong. So mm-hmm. three and three. That's still really good. No, it's not. It's a 50%. That's, a, that's I'll take beyond that. an Asian fail. I'll take, but this is anime. <laughs> okay? It's not just an Asian Guys, thing. let me explain. There's a hu- If you date 100 girlfriends, okay, anyways. Yeah, f- at least 50 of them will like you, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Now, that's a lot. Subaru, the shithead from ReZero, yeah. re-shit, right, yep. is now up against... Vinland Saga's Thorfinn. Thorfinn. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. 
the two pro tags of ReZero versus Vidlin Saga. Thorfinn's higher. 5,000 members higher. 24,408. Much better than... Uh, still not that much more. I thought it would be a little more higher. But I, I just think Vinland Saga as an anime is extremely good. Plus, Super is a very divisive character. Yeah. But I think Thorfinn is easier to get behind in retrospect. Because oh, he has he has a tough... Subaru just fucks things up, right? He's been given the power to rewind time, and he still fucks things up. He wears that fucking, like, vest in modern society. In, like, in, from modern society <laughs> in an isekai. Like, why are you going to stand out like that? And also, you're called Subaru, and you still got hit by a truck? Come on. <laughs> now, yeah, this is where it's starting to get a little more tougher. As, as it was, Yo, I just remember. So, Subaru got hit by a truck, right? Yeah. We never actually figured out if it was a Subaru. Oh. I don't think they want their name to be attached to... But you know. don't forget, there's also a female character called Ram, like yeah. Dodge Ram. I yeah. just realized that. I fucking just realized. Okay, sorry. Anyways. Now, Thorfinn, well-loved, is now coming up against probably one of the more criticized but still loved anime series, Sort Art Online. Kirito versus Thorfinn. Higher, easy. Yeah, way too easy. 40,078. Like, not even... Yeah, I mean, if you think about the amount of fans comparatively to the two IPs, just by sheer proportion, even if like five or ten percent of like I don't know a million plus fans, that's like a hundred k. Yeah, easy. Now it gets tough. Okay, Kirito from Sword Online, you're actually doing really well. You're doing you're, you're five and three now. Okay, right? Can you make a six and three? I don't fucking know yet. Kirito from Sword Online. Right, the black solo piece of shit. I, I, I quite like I quite like Kirito. He's just a little. He's less whiny now. But well, let's hear about an allotization season seventies. Okay, he is going up against the JoJo's of all JoJo's, Joseph Joestar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I am so sorry, JoJo fans. Not gonna beat Kirito. Incorrect. You're a five and four. Shit. Only five hundred. No, four hundred fifty favorites more. Joseph Joestar has forty thousand five hundred and twenty compared to Kirito's forty thousand and seventy-eight. So my logic there was because Mal's favorited, you know, characters, they don't distinguish if the users are, you know, m- attracted to male or female, right? So I would think that Kirito, by sheer default, would just have more people behind it and therefore higher number, whereas Jotaro wouldn't. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong in that. I thinking. mean, 500 is also like minuscule. I, I did say it was going to get a lot harder, right? Yeah. Not to mention as well, 3 million members were start online. You would have figured that it'd be a lot of love for Kirito. No, it's barely, barely. I mean, didn't we have a VP where none of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure cracked the critical yeah. top 100? Yeah. But people still love. Was it Golden Joestar. Wind? Right, Golden Wind. Right, yeah. was the one that topped. Now this one is the hard one. Okay, I had to save it for last. Of course, Joseph Joestar. Mm-hmm. In some people's opinion, the best JoJo. Mm-hmm. I like Jotaro more, but you know, against another JoJo, right? No. Oh shit! I made it a rule where I try not to use you know characters from the same series. Yeah, I understand. So a, yeah, because it's quite easy. One's going to be rated higher. Like, and one can be cannibalized by the other, right? Exactly. Right. 
So, Joseph Joestar of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is now going up against Full Metal Alchemist's Roy Mustang. Oh, that... Of all the characters, you picked Roy. So, okay. I'm going to tell you my logic, which will obviously then imply where I'm going to stand. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong. Currently, the number one anime is Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Not the most popular, though. I understand, but the most critical, ranked one. Uh, actually, no, that has changed overnight. It's actually Fierden now. You're ch- no, 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 no. Fierden, shut shut Fier- the fuck up. You're- Fierden is 9.1. Wait, are you serious? Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is 9.09. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. As changed. of recording. It changed. It is sitting at 0.01 higher than Full Malcolm's Brotherhood. I think the moral of this segment is Mal uses. What the fuck are you guys doing? Okay. All right. It is the most favorited, though. But it is Roy. Yeah. No, yeah. No, Full Malcolm's Brotherhood is the most favorited. It better not be raining today, Will. I'm going to say Roy beats Jotaro. I'm so sorry. But Roy Mustang has 36,788, lower than Kirito, and also lower than Joseph Joestar. Shit. You are sitting at a, in my opinion, pretty good 5 out of of 10. 50%. This is hard because we never look at these stats. We've never seen these. Yeah. But here's the best part, Will. We're only halfway done. Yeah. And the serious, the real segment starts now yeah uh so just to sort of give you like a little mm-hmm. color as well the top 13 uh favorited characters in anime are all male oh as in in the pantheon of characters yeah so can i ask you a question do you have the the those 13 male yep. characters in front of you where's haikyuu's hinata not even the top 50 oh shit what about bleach Ichigo. Ichigo's not even uh, in the top 30. He's 38. Okay. How many One Piece characters are there? Uh, well, there is... Uh, in the top... In the 13. The... Uh, two. You can guess who they are. Uh, Luffy. And? Uh, uh, the restaurateur. No. Not Sanji. Sanji was actually pretty high, but he wasn't in the top... He's, he's 44 overall. Zoro, uh, then. Zoro's... Yeah. I, I mean, I knew Zoro, but... It, it goes I... Lelouch from Code Geass. Levi, of course, Luffy, of course. L, then Zoro, yeah. Light Yagami, Kirua Zoldi. Wait, I I didn't expect Light to be that high. I do. Yeah, I I, I would, knew yeah. L would be the popular but it's one. Like, it's again. Are you Team L or Team Light? Yeah, but I thought Light I, I, wouldn't be that high comparatively. Are you are you, are you Kira or are you L? Right. Uh, after Kirua from uh, Hunter Hunter, it's uh, Okabe from uh, Steins Gate. Edward Elric then makes ninth. Naruto's tenth. Guts from Berserk is eleven. That uh, makes sense. Gintoki from Gintama is twelve, and then rounding out the top thirteen, which are all male, is Aaron Yeager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fuck. Let's go now. On to probably something that's a little bit harder. We are now doing the most favorited female characters. The starting point, and I have to do this. 
is Violet Evergarden. <clears throat> Violet Evergarden. She currently sits at a 34,821 favorites. Her competitor in the arena is Shinobu Oshino from Monogatari. Oh, easy. Shinobu higher. Wrong. Fuck you. Violet Evergarden Fuck you. has 2,400 members more, uh, favorites more than Shinobu Oshino. Oh, Shinobu, she's got 32,475. Mal, what are you doing? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's going to get a lot crazier down this list. So uh, after Shinobu, we're going to go into a fantasy comedy series. Konosuba. Shinobu Oshino from the Monogatari series is now going up against Megumin from Konosuba. Okay. Like, look, look. Okay. Whatever logic you had before. I, I, no, no, no. It, I, oh, fuck. Yeah. It no, hurts, no. right? It does hurt. And I didn't mean to do it to you like that, but it was astounding when I saw that. And I needed to see if you were able to follow the logic of Malfans. Clearly, you can't because they're on some other shit. Uh, Will, we have to uh, stop this recording. and no, we're not. I got, no, I, got, no. I got eight more names no, to no, go, no, man. No. And re-record uh, the ELI 5 portion. Well, of, we, of we'll the... save that for season seven. Yeah, right? thank you. No problem, right? It, it, it carries over, right? It carries yeah. over. Okay. So, Shinobu Oshino, 32,400. Megumin has to be higher. Yep. There you go. Like You're one and one. I would argue Megumin would probably be like top one. I mean, not top one. I don't but, know. But, but I would say like... Probably like top five female characters of all time on my anime list. Yep. So Shinobu, around thirty two thousand, just over, right? Megumin is forty thousand five hundred seventeen. Don't tell me they also have a heart under blade character as a separate entry. No, 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 I will no. lose my they, they, shit. They, I think they keep it all together. Thank God. Right. Okay. Okay. So you got okay. so you're one and one now, right? You got Shinobu Shinobu wrong, which mm-hmm. is you know. Mm-hmm. Tragedy because how is that possible? How is that possible? But, but you did correctly guess that Megumin was higher than Shinobu. Now, classic anime series here. Probably what started all of modern anime now. Mm-hmm. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, for fuck's sake. Megumin is going up against Asuka Langley. Oh, for fuck. Okay. Okay, let me think. I don't even know why I'm trying to think. There's nothing to think because I... Uh, Megumin is higher. Correct. Massively higher. Yeah. 40,000 for Megumin, right? 27,344 for Asuka Langley. Yeah. So there you go. You are now two and one. Okay. Up against Asuka Langley from NGE is one of my personal favorites, but that shouldn't really uh, affect what your choice is for whoever is next. Haruhi Suzumiya. Haruhi higher. Incorrect. Haruhi has 15,868 compared to 27,000 plus for Asuka Langley. Holy fuck. You brought yourself back down to 50-50 again. Two and two. It, it's the perfect balance, man. I think you might... I mean, look, if you can be 50-50 all the way through, that's pretty fucking good. I'll, I'll give you that. Now, Haruhi Suzumiya is going up against the queen of romance comedies. Fruits Basket. Well, would you call that a comedy? Pretty heartbreaking for me. I was just talking about Kaguya-sama. Kaguya Shinomiya versus Haruhi Suzumiya. Okay. So this is probably going to be the first time that the meta of the Mal user 
is not something I'm going to rely upon. It's going to be you will, the meta. I know that, in my opinion, again, I really don't know, Kaguya-sama's most favorite female character is not Kaguya. It's I. Because I, I don't know. It's my gut. So you're saying Kaguya versus, just so that we're clear, Kaguya Shinomiya against who? Haruhi Suzumiya. Do you, want me to give you a, do you want me to give you a clue that would nope. be able to help you no a need, little no bit? Need. Okay. I'm going to say lower. Incorrect. Okay. Kaguya-sama has 25,598. So like 10K over. Yeah. Okay. You're two and three now. All right. I think. Yeah, because you, you got Shinobu wrong. Megumin correct. Asuka correct uh wrong how do he correct yeah you're no you're, you're no you're oh, oh you're two and three you're two and three because i really thought i is like the pop most popular she's not she's not even top 100 no no but in the kaguya series yeah but in terms of like favorite characters no she's no not i understand so I, I i was thinking like so, because i had a lot of the real estate of favorites kaguya yeah. is gonna but kaguya is actually top 100 i is not surprisingly after Kaguya from Kaguya-sama, she's going up against the wildly bombastic Ryuko Matoi from Kill a Kill. This is your chance to make a three and three. Can you tell me uh, Shinomiya's number again? Uh, she is at 25,598. Higher. Lower. Ryuku, Ryoko Mayotoi from Kill a Kill is 16,479. Almost 10,000 favorites fewer. 9,000 to be specific. Fuck. I know. The fuck is wrong with this world, man? Look, I know that the Mal people are a little bit on some shit, but hey, look, these are the numbers we're dealing with. I'm sorry, but... uh yeah. No, 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 it's not your fault, and it's not necessarily, like, the average Mal user's fault. It's more like, I'm just, I'm just sad for anime as a whole. Yeah. I'm disappointed in anime. Yeah, so the numbers may lie for the favorites, because clearly some of them are way better than the others, but... Hips as don't of, lie as well, as by the way. As of now, with the male section 50-50, 5 and 5, uh, you are now sitting at 2 and 4. You're currently sitting at 33% for the female characters higher and lower section uh, for my little surprise segment of Season 6. So, after Ryuko Matoi from Kill a Kill, remember, 16,479. Oh, no, sorry. 16,479. She's up against quite a lot of people's best girl from Chainsaw Man, Makima. Would you mind repeating the preceding character again? Ryuko Matoi from Kill a Kill at 16,479. Does Makima have more or fewer favorites on my anime list? Hmm. 
fewer. Incorrect. 27,806 for Makima. 11,400 more. I don't know what this says about me when I know the guys more clearly than I know the waifus. Yeah, you're sitting at a two-point, which means you have to get perfect three out of three for the last three to, in order to become In order to break even. Exactly. All right. Uh, it doesn't get any easier. After Makima from Chainsaw Man, you got Yuno Gasai from Future Diary. <laughs> yeah. Does Yuno Gasai have more or fewer favorites than Makima from Chainsaw it Man? It has to. It has to. Has to what? Be lower? Higher. Correct. But not by as much as you think. While Makima has 27,806, Yuno Gasai has 28,960. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Barely higher. That's... Like, statistically speaking, they pretty much should be, like, on the same, like, you know, pedestal yeah. comparatively to, you know, the pantheon of anime characters. What? I know. Gasai. It's way too close. How? What? People like Yandere's more than just maniacs. But that's, like, the Yandere. Yeah. And she's only only a thousand more than... Uh, she's, she's lower than... Um, uh, she's lower than Shinobu, makes sense. Lower than Megumin, lower than Violet Evergarden. But is Yuno Gasai from Yuno from Future Diary more or less favorited than one of your favorites, Marin Kitagawa from Dress Up Darling? Listen, listen, Will. I don't know if you're like pulling some you know mind trick on me i think you're learning how this there is no conceivable way really there shouldn't be any conceivable way that marine loses out marine would be higher so you know gasai has 28967 okay hold on are you are you trying? Are you about to tell me? I've, that, I've, I've taken your answer, and I'm I know, you. I know, and I'm I'm not saying I I kind of want to guess. First of all, tell me if I'm right or wrong, and then I want to guess. Oh, you're wrong. Unfortunately. Okay. Oh shit! Not even close. Myron shit. is close, but like a little further. But no away. cigar. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, she has twenty thousand, twenty-two thousand, four hundred forty thirty. So How? she is more than six thousand and five hundred members like favorited. Fewer than uh, you know, Gasai. How? I know, it's it's kind of crazy right now. You're like a you're at a three and a three and six. Are you telling me probably the most waifu ass waifu in you know recent couple of years? Listen, people like Yandere's more. I'm sorry, that's just how the world works. <laughs> Do people like you know Gasai a lot more than Martin Kitagawa, which is insane to and me like too. Like a lolly wizard that likes to make things go boom. I know. And, like, look, it's not like I was doing these to pull your strings. I didn't, like, put in some of your favorite characters of all time. Oh, no, 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 and, like, no, Shinobu no, 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 I'm not. And Violet Evergarden. No, 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 no. And Ryoko Matoi. And, you know, well, you know, guys, I probably your favorite. But, like, definitely not anywhere close to how you feel about Marion Kitagawa, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You, we saw the stock market. We saw how the fuck- stonks were high, yeah. bro. And I, and I want to make it very clear. It's not like you are, like, digging into, like, 
my I'm showing you the absurdity that is the favorited section for yeah. characters on my anime list. And I like to kind of say that I have a pulse on a lot of things in the anime and manga sphere. Definitely within our friend group, uh, for sure, both of us pretty much tower over everyone else. But man, do I have it not figured out. There, the horizon apparently is not... I've not achieved greatness yet. But okay, let's move on from modding to... This is... So I'm not going to get 50-50 anymore. But you can get a consolation and get four and six. Okay. Because now, Myron Kitagawa, which to most people realistically should be the most wifey of all wifeys uh, in anime and manga. Wifeys of all wifeys? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She is sitting at 22,430. Sacrilege is there. She's so this going is up, the last. This is the final one, okay. right? Okay, holy shit. Steinsgate. Yo. Kurisu no. Makise. Hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the fucking phone. Hold on. Hold, okay. Uh, just because I haven't seen Steinsgate, or at least haven't watched all of it, which character the redhead the tsundere the the main tsundere fucking scientist listen listen fucking listeners listen will listen mal users listen we are all degenerates here let's be clear anime is a fantastic medium i love it to death but we're all degenerates here what thing i've learned from the past was it nine examples? How many examples were there previously? Nine. Okay. You guys repped Psycho Yandere's. You guys repped Lollies. <laughs> you guys yes. repped just psychos in general, yeah. I mean, they picked Makima over Ryuko Watoi from Kill a Kill. Oh, I'm so mad. They picked Makima over Kaguya-sama. I'm so I'm gonna say they, they picked they picked Makima over they picked Yuno Gasai over Haruhi Suzumiya they picked Yuno Gasai over Asuka Langley, and you get a red-haired Sundere. Sundere, flat as a board, kind of, especially when you compare to the girl in the sunflower yeah, dress. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be frank, okay? Oh, she's my favorite character. Uh, I think she wears uh, the other girl wears like a blue, a no, blue no, sunflower. sunflower hat. Sunflower hat. She wears a blue dress, I think, in one of like yeah. shots. Okay, anyways, forget all that. You're talking basically Makima. If she didn't, yeah. if anybody was wondering, uh, Jason was referring Mayuri Shina from uh, Sensegate. Right. She basically is Makima, but not as well. Shall we say in? endowed but that is actually works the benefit of me because i bet you willing to bet she will supersede martin kitagawa yes three times over naughty exactly not could even you say kurisu makise from steinsgate has 68,698, making her the most favorited female character on my anime list. Mayuri Shina, my favorite girl, barely has 11,000. You see, like, at it, it, it took nine picks, but that's how confident I was with the last one. It was tough though, right? This was this was a lot harder. What, than, modding and oh, uh, just just guessing like all these higher and lowers in general. Like, oh so, yeah, for sure. 
especially when you take the ones that are also neck and neck that like it's kind of inconsequential in the grand scheme of Who things. Who the fuck would have thought that Makima Yuno Gasai was even a debate? The fact that they're both neck and neck was just so. Like, so I got four out of four out of six for the females. So you are so no, four and six. Four and six. Yeah, four four out of ten. Specifically, so forty yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And fifty percent for the males. Fair. Which, which, to be fair, I think you actually did really well because this was not easy but definitely easier than the geography one i'll give you that right but well, anything this, is easier than the geography one i'll give you that like this one was tough right but it was just also the fact that like would you have picked kurisu makise over mikasa from, I mean, from me you're yeah. asking me personally yeah though, right you would it, it was kurisu from stanscape or Mak- uh, no no not makise mikasa from aot well the thing is, like, if we're talking like me personally, I don't like Tsundere's. I also haven't watched Steins Gate, so it would, and I like Kudere's, so it Mikasa, would be yeah. Mikasa. Like, that one's an easy choice, right? Yeah. But, but even then, like, I don't like Tsundere's in yeah. general. Mikasa has 10,000 fewer than Kurisu Makise. Like, the, the thing is, like, I don't understand when you look at all the characters that are available in the database the pattern is like maybe there but i just don't see it i so, don't know you know how i said like i i, I basically put up uh violet evergarden up against uh shinobu right from yeah. from the monogatari series shinobu's not even the most favorited female character or character in general wait wait hold on hold on so so you're saying shinobu of all of the female characters in monogatari right? all characters in general right so including um uh, what's his name? Uh, because I, because I would guess, I know who has the highest amount of characters, uh, favorites. Which is, it would be Hanakawa. Yeah, the the voice actress for Senjukahara. Senjukahara is no, no, I said Hanakawa. No, Itagi Itagi Senjukahara is the most favorited oh fe- character across all. I thought of it was Wonder- Cat Lady. No, no shit. I mean, I would have picked oh, no, Senju. No, 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 no. Senjukahara is? Oh, no. She's crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Wait, wait. Uh, so so who was right? Yeah, you, you were right. Yeah, Senjukahara. No, no, no. Cat, I, no, 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 no. Wait. Cat, Cat Lady is Hanakawa. I, I got it mixed up. But yeah, Senjukahara, Crab Lady, is yes. the most favorited. Oh, I was surprised. I yeah. thought Cat Lady would win out just because it's Cat Lady. Yeah. But also, I like Senjukahara way more. Yeah. It, it also is kind of telling in terms of like, what kind of characters people like the most because step I'll, on me lady well i'll be honest there's actually not a whole lot of female characters in the top 50 i told you the top 13 of all characters are all male and then you have uh kurisu makise right me. after that you have the most favorite it's the second most favorited naruto character of all time it's not kakashi Oh, no, I wasn't going to say that. It's Itachi Uchiha, the oh. brother of Sasuke. Then, then you have Gojo from Jutsu Kaisen, followed by Mikasa. Oh, Gojo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you also have, uh, I I never watched Snafu, uh, but uh, Hachiman uh, Hikigaya, uh, uh, main character. Props, props. Main character there. Love him. <laughs> You're not going to like this one. Uh, 19th is uh, Ken Kaneki from Toku Ghoul. Uh, Amelia's 20th. Say that again? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say that to my face again, please. Kaneki-chan. 
from Tokyo Ghoul is the 19th most favorited character across all of anime and manga Please at 50,620. Please do me a favor, Will, and I I know I'm 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 calling. Never do this list again. No, 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 no. no. Where is Rize in Tokyo Ghoul rank? I'm gonna break your heart. She's not even top uh, top fifty. Oh my god! I'll check one more time, and she's not top one hundred. I know it's 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 crazy. Uh, it this is an insane world that we live in. Uh, Wait, she's not top one hundred and fifty. I have a realization. Will like I'm I'm general I'm genuinely think that this is real. So, based on these twenty data points that you've given me, actually, it's, it's like I think twenty two or is it more? Because there's like one compared to the yeah, other. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like twenty two, something like that. There's right? twenty two characters. Yes, right. I I might be speaking out of turn or out of line, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I think most of the people that favorite characters are probably someone of the female demographic. Do we need to tell you how many members Rize has? Because it's actually heartbreaking. You would actually 7K. Divide that by seven. She has 1,234 member favorites on my anime list. Uh, ladies Not- and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Good Anime Power Asta. Podcast. Asta from Black Clover has more. Clearly, I don't. Gabby Braun from AOT has more. I, uh, you, you, you got to stop, Will. I, 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 I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Hold on. Okay, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me think for a sec. Lane from Serial Experiments Lane has more than Rize. Usopp. Is it because from- is it because Rize probably. She doesn't get a whole lot of get a whole lot of screen yeah. time. I mean, it is Hanakawa, and you also think about it too. I no, Kanahana. Sorry, I, yeah. I believe that a lot of the people that do favorite this kind of stuff is from the fact that they watched the anime, and you know how the anime panned out for Tokyo Ghoul. Therefore, if you had read the manga instead, I would think that she get a lot more. Oh, Bomb Girl from Chainsaw uh, uh, Man doesn't even show up. Why you do this to me, bro? It's crazy. It's actually crazy. I'm just trying to think, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, other characters that should be, or at least what I would expect, right? There is some equilibrium, though. Asuka Langley has more favorites than Goku from Dragon Ball Z. So, uh, all you Dragon Ball fans can shut up. How is... Oh, well, actually, do you remember? Okay, do you remember there was a series that I really kind of like, low key liked, Classroom of the Elite. I mean, season three is about to come out. Yeah, so Kiyopon or Kiyotaka uh, Ayanokuchi uh, is the thirty seventh most favorited character, more than Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach. Let that sink in. Is he the male main character? Yes. Okay. Okay. And do you know who was right under Ichigo Kurosaki? So he's got thirty three thousand two hundred and three, right. Under Ichigo is Kamina from Gurun Lagan. I mean, I, I, I just... Kamina has more favorites than Shinobu, who has more than Saber. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, man. Say that again. It does no, not no, no. make sense. Saber has how many more? And how many less than than Shinobu? Uh, five hundred. 
Okay, so that's not that it's, significant. It's close. It's close. But, but you're telling me probably one of the biggest franchises in anime history, with all of its IPs, video games, you know, uh, yeah, visual Saber, novel. Okay, Toradora Taiga has more than Saber. How? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man. It, this is a weird list. This is a how zero two from Darling in the Franks needs to be like the highest. She's thirty two. Okay, that makes sense. She is two places below uh, my Sakurajima from uh, Bunny Girl Senpai. If you can, Will, tell me, like, in order of appearance, the highest female characters. I'll, I'll do the top 50 of all, right? No, no, no of, I, I need yeah. the female characters. So the first, as, as I said before, was mm-hmm. uh, Makise from Steinsgate, right? Right, that makes sense. Followed by Mikasa Ackerman from AOT. Mm-hmm. Amelia. From ReZero. Okay. Rem from ReZero. Okay. Megumin from Konosuba. Mm-hmm. Senjukahara from Monogatari. Mm-hmm. Sakurajima from Bunny Girl Senpai. Mm-hmm. Zero Two from uh, Darling the Franks. Violet Evergarden from Violet Evergarden. I know it's, it's, this is getting really insane. Shinobu Oshino from Monogatari. Taiga Asaka from Toradora, Saber from Fate Stay Night, Asuna from SAO, who's just barely above Yuno Gasai from Maridiki, uh, and then rounding out the top 50 of all characters, Makima. It just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. Where you have like old classics, you have diehard fans, you have new fucking shit coming out, but this is how... Like, like, you see, okay, all those female characters that you told me, I would probably not put them on the top female characters of all time, but I can at least see it, right? Do you know who is criminally out of the top 50? Hollow from Spice and Wolf. She's 52. Just one place higher than Asuka Langley from ng and then this is also crazy but i know it makes sense because it is code geass fandom at its best also at its worst cc from code geass and then at 58 for the next highest ranked female is uh, itsuki nakano from uh quintessential quintel woods and then it's kaguya-sama um, guys, listeners, do you, know do, you, do you know who the next one is? I don't know. Tell me. It's Kao-chan from July and April. She's only 65 overall. All right. It's insane how, like, the, the favorite section for characters are because... It's like a whole different... I mean, I know we just... I mean, the whole point of this mystery section, if I've learned anything, is it is like a whole different, like, horizon, like, can of worms, whole different ball game in terms of how it is. And maybe there isn't any pattern or anything you can really discern other than maybe, right? Like, there is some kind of trope motif characteristic that is generally favored over another i will i will tell you something which which just it 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 should not make sense it should not happen and i agree i can see why but it should it should not happen 
Chika Fujiwara, Pinker from Kaguya-sama, is ranked lower than Power from Chainsaw Man. No, no, that makes sense, though. It does not. No, it does make sense. It does not. It does, it does, because, it does. Because it's Kaguya-sama. Wait, you cannot say that the fandom of Kaguya-sama is lesser than Chainsaw Man. I can tell you that Chainsaw Man is more vocal. <sighs> Not true because you saw what happened with Ultra Romantic. So, top ranked anime of all time for a period of time. Chainsaw Man never even got close. That's the argument I make. Right, but the issue is, I understand, but I think but the, but, critical but, but, versus but, but, popular but, but is different. Some world, that is still crazy, is it not? No, it is crazy. To me, that's like super easy choice. If you I did the higher or lower, I would I, look, I, I would do I, power a hundred times. I love higher. power, but I would easily pick Chica over her. No. Any day of the well, week. Okay. If you're saying like our personal waifus, yes. Yeah. Again, this is where I'm saying, like, don't get into the mindset of the sheep. I, I, I'm calling y'all sheep, because this whole favorite list is fucking insane to begin with. But like it in any given moment, if you were to say, look, on menu A, we got Chika Fujiwara from Kaguya-sama. And on menu B, we got Power from Chainsaw Man. I would take Chika. I would I would, I would probably not uh, choose Power. Why, why I, are you at this restaurant, right? Like, what, these are the two choices I have. Oh, just give me that, you know? Yeah. It's, no, it's but I would, I would definitely say Power, but I would choose Chika. You know what I mean? Like, no. to me, it's like the easiest choice. Honestly, it, it, no, I, I, I just like that's why it, when you said like Megumin and when you said Steinsgate, uh, the, the, the Tsundere, easy. I was just like, just yeah, easy choice. Modding, but, but, but there were a lot where you're just like, how does this make sense? Exactly. Like modding, I thought is like impossible, like to me. Saber, that is like egregious to me. That's why, like, like what? Yeah, Marin is not even top 50, she's yeah. 76 overall. Bakugo has more favorites than Martin. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Oh, this one actually is kind of crazy. Uh, Hotaru, uh, Hotaru Oreki from Hyoka yeah. has more than Marin Kitagawa. I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I really don't know, man. Like it's so the one that doesn't make that, 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 that shouldn't be surprising is that Rin Tosaka, the yeah Sundere from Beastie yeah. has more than Martin Kitagawa. It's sacrilegious, but it also makes sense. It makes sense because Sundere, right? Yeah, with with powers. Yeah, yeah. But at least I mean, did you like Good Essential Quintuplets? I think like three or four of them were in the top one hundred. Well, that makes sense, though. No, so that 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 but, is where equilibrium is. Now, at here's the place. question: Which of the five is on there? And I'm just gonna say it because I know the answer is Miku. It has to be. Uh, do you want me to actually give you the top five? So, wait, wait, uh, wait, hold on, hold on. I actually do know the five. So, Miku Nakano is 84. No, but is she the first of the quintuplets? Yep. Okay. My the second one is. Uh, the oldest sister, the pink hair girl. I forgot her name. Starts with I, I uh, think. Nino. Nino Nakano. No. I mean, the that's, Tsundere? That's, that's pink hair right there. Shit. Actually, 
the oldest sister shit. Nino is second in the quintuplets order? Yeah. Nino Holy Nakano, shit. main character. Yeah, she the second sister of the Nakano, the second sister. Uh, who's the f- okay? So she, then she actually is just one place above Anya Forger. <laughs> so then I would say the sporty girl, the green girl with the bow ties last. I, I mean, would have I'm, said, I'm I'm into the top two hundred now, and I haven't seen another Tobun. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen another. Like one we yet. we we better give up because yeah. this is this is like a fruitless endeavor. Anyways, um, that's an in. You see, I think that's a very good section because it's interesting, right? Like it, it like we're. Like we probably have gone way too long in this section. I don't care. I'm I'm going no, but, in. No, but yeah. but it's like really interesting conversation because you're, we're trying to like decipher, and like figure out. Like, Where do you think Faye Valentine from Cowboy Bebop? Don't says? do this, bro, bro, bro. Don't fucking hold the shit. I don't need to give me a place. Do you think she's top fifty, hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred? You Faye, have, you Faye have hold on, hold on. You have the place, right? You have her position, right? And her favorites. If anything that this section has told me, it is way lower than I f- think it deserves to be on. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, w- it, okay, um, what is the max number that it goes to in terms of like favorites or in terms of like top okay okay let me let me um the list that you're on like the 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 number that you're on yeah for Faye, if you scroll all the way down to that number seven thousand four hundred and eighty one and that's uh toge the voiceless boy from jutsu kaisen i know i know i know dude it hurts it really fucking hurts and y'all know, like, I've talked to you before about Seven Deadly Sins, and people really fucking love Escanor. Escanor is 7,564. 68. That's it. That's it. So, now that you know where we are at, in terms of how many fucking favorites there are, Faye Valentine, is she in the top 100? Nope. Top two nope. hundred? Nope. Top three hundred? Nope. She actually yeah, is. She's two hundred and fifty-five. Nope. No, she's two fifty-five. Nope. I know. It's insane. Nope. It's insane how low she is. Nope. Nope. Nah. Nah. Isn't it ridiculous? It's actually. It's. It's actually. Th- this is. This is. Th- this should not happen. I. I think what it is is because there might. Look. Okay. Real quick, Will. The number one favorite character of all time is what number? Oh, uh, 166,000. Uh, 167,000, which is Lelouch from Kogias. 167K, right? Yeah. What is the highest number of members on um, Full Metal Alchemist? Because it wouldn't be Fieren. Just, just check the number of members. It's like what three uh, mil? Three million and oh, I need to double check right right now. Uh, members, right? Oh, yeah, okay. and we're not talking score because so so most popular basically. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Oh, then it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be Full Alchemist, but it does have over three million. Wait, uh, then th- what is the most popular? It's AOT. Yep, three point eight. Which one? 
uh, just the first season. Okay, of course, the first season. Okay, yeah. followed by Death Note. Okay, and then it's FME uh, FMA Brotherhood. And are all of those three over mil? Th- over three mil. Each of those. There's only five that are over three mil, which is AOT first season, Death Note, Full Malcolm's Brotherhood, One Punch Man, Sword Art Online. Okay. My Hero Academia is very close to two million nine hundred fifty. So the top five shows on the platform have each have over three mil uh, members. Members, correct. Yeah. So then, but the highest rated character, most favorite character of all fucking time, is how many k? One hundred and sixty seven k. Yeah. That is massive. Of a difference. So that's why it was a very interesting sort of like quiz to put you through because there's almost no correlation. There is none. I, I tried. There There is none. Do you know where Code Geass sits in terms of popularity? 21. At, are, are you saying like that's at, high or low? At 2.2 million. But so like almost a full million less than AOT, Death Note, Fulmalco's Brotherhood, One Punch Man, online, and you also think about AOT is not just AOT. It's got AOT season two, three, final season, final season part two, part two, so on, so on, so on. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood also has Full Metal Alchemist. Right, okay. Star Online has Alicization. It also has Star Online two. It has all the movies and all that. But for some reason, everybody really loves Lelouch from Code Geass. No, look, I love me some Code Geass, but yeah. So how we managed to make this a three-hour episode? <laughs> I mean, how long was that last segment? Maybe we should turn into a BP or something. Fuck, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about... That is actually a very good BP topic. But um, I think before we keep on ranting about how insane the most favorited section is... Well, let's just let's just skip... Our, you don't, we don't need to do se- season seven T's, right? We're over three hours, right? Yeah, we'll just go straight into uh, you know show notes. And then afterwards, if you want to know what happens in season seven... Just listen to season seven. We actually have a lot of things lined up. And uh, let's just say, potentially... There'll be uh, more than two voices on this show. There we go. That's what I'm about to say, too. Okay. You can always reach us by listening to the GAP podcast. But if you want another means to contact or hear our sultry voice or words... You can always reach us through our Gmail, gapalette at gmail.com. That's G-A-P-A-L-E-T-T-E at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. You can also contact us on X, formerly Twitter, using the... You know what? Just for the sake of it, just call it Twitter. Because nobody says X. Just no, to... a lot of people actually say no, because, formally X. Because corporations need to put in there. But for you and me, we're not a corporation. We're free men. We do whatever we want. Fuck you, Elon. We also... Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Zuckerberg. We have a Facebook page, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no we do have you a Facebook You can only page. access it through Facebook VR. Zuckerberg, please don't kill us. Musk, Musk, don't do that. Don't, uh, we, 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 we love both of you, I guess. Um, <laughs> we have a website, though. We encourage you to check it out. Thank you, Squarespace, legitimately. You can visit our website at www.goodanimepalette.com, all lowercase, all one word. You can also join us on Discord. Invite link in the show description. The last time I would use music credits for this episode... Our intro music is fuck. I don't know anymore. Oh wow, you actually do not know. I pulled up season three. My bad. Okay, <laughs> so um, 
Our intro music is Never or Right Now by ELFL. Our break music is uh, Not Gonna Wake Up, the instrumental version by Mind Me. And our outro music is Like the Ocean by The Big Letdown. If you like the music artists that we feature, you can always listening. You can always listen to them on Apple Music, Spotify, or various other music listening platforms. And also, our music was provided courtesy of EpidemicSound.com. If you're interested in using Epidemic Sound as a service, we have a referral link for you provided in the show description. Terms and conditions apply. And you were worried that we were gonna not have three hours. <laughs> The last section was a fucking roller coaster, wasn't it? To be fair, okay. Before we wrap everything up, you did well. You did a lot better than I expected. I mean, because was, this was not easy. Thanks. But, but we also do need to have a BP just talking about the discrepancy. Do we really though? Why? I, the I, hell I, I, don't, not? I don't want to. It's probably because we're drunk. No, I mean like. I kind of do, and I kind of don't. Because it's heartbreaking when you hear this kind of shit. You're just like, yeah, I can see it, but why? Like, This is not fair. And but like also- over an hour of us just molding our minds out, to yeah. me, is just like... Yeah, I barely have any hair now. This is, this is just straight no, 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 I, 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 I'm seeing a full head of hair for you right and now. slanted eyes, too, right? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the final episode of Season 6. Do not fret. We have plenty of content coming up for Season 7. Jason is still going to be here. I'm still going to be here. But there may or may not, spoilers, be some extra voices that come on here and there. And you're damn episode. well... Be prepared for more fucking anime, because god damn it, we're going to give it to you. <laughs>